Hi, and welcome to the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to the eighth place finisher of Nexus Park, Darcy, about being a teenager and playing with adults. This is the first part. I'm joined today by the eighth place finisher in Alliance Nexus Park, the fourth member of the jury, Darcy. Hi. Hello. It's great to have you. I'm looking forward to getting your perspective on things and the season. Awesome, awesome. I'm very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We will we'll work through it. Um I guess the best place to start is before the season began. Um, so you applied like two months before the season started. Uh, season started <laughs> like October 1st. Uh, you applied uh, back in August. Um, yeah, t- I don't know. How did you hear about and orgs in general and like what got you to want to play them and, you know that whole thing well obviously i feel like most people know this but my ex-boyfriend spencer got me into them um and i remember i joined the server for high seas because he was like it'll probably be like a good idea to like get an idea of what's going to happen um because obviously like if you're not into orgs it is like so hard to explain it to other people how they work and so i joined for high seas and i was like told myself i was going to spectate like pretty well and I did not, like, honestly, like, really at all. Like, I, like, was a little bit, like, I kept up just a little bit um, to where, like, I could recognize, like, maybe, like, half of the jury's names. But I was, like, I will at least, like, pretend that I had, like, a little bit of my shit together so that, like, I'm, like, have, like, a higher chance at getting, like, accepted or whatever. I don't know if that would even change anything, but I was, like, <laughs> so scared of getting rejected. Um, and so I applied really early. And where I applied really early, I the entire time like it got like really close to when the season was supposed to start and i hadn't like heard anything back and i was like oh i definitely like i definitely did make it i remember going to spencer and like panicking and being like i just got rejected and it's gonna be so embarrassing and but then i actually then like i did figure out i can't remember when i figured out but um i was very excited i had i had a lot of like very high hopes for the like entire experience and it was it was really exciting uh yeah no i firstly i would say uh i don't think anybody who's been quote unquote like rejected uh or (laughs) not even rejected but just like that didn't get to play um because we said no uh (laughs) has ever that is is kind of rejection (laughs) well I, i guess more so like (laughs) <laughs> not 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 in the sense that like we don't like you you're not playing our season and more so in the sense of like we can't fit you we can't feel like the schedule doesn't work for you to be part of the season or whatever any reason i don't know that any of those people have ever like been very open about that being the case like other than say bread uh who had applied for our fourth season and then didn't end up playing it because we had too many applicants um I don't I can't really remember anybody who like didn't get to play and then was like, "Oh, guys, 
they didn't they didn't cast me <laughs> i i applied they didn't like me it didn't work out um because i think most of the time we cast everybody uh <laughs> it's generally what happens but uh yeah i guess like this was a season and and i was talking about this with somebody else earlier that like we knew we wanted i think 18 people playing and normally we start confirming cast members about a week before the season starts um so the number of people who applied after that point uh, we reached that point um for nexus park is six people there are six people playing who applied within the last week before the season started uh which is quite high um that's actually so funny no i just i think i didn't know what to expect when it came to that like i didn't know like the odds of me getting like on the season like you could have told me that like i most likely wouldn't have or almost definitely would have and i just had like no grasp of how hard it was to get cast and i think like a little part of me would have just taken it like like because it was the first one if it was a different like where was my first org where i had no clue what was happening i think i would have 100 percent taken it personally which i should not have (laughs) but i think i would have taken it a little bit personally (laughs) no uh we i mean i think 99,000 times out of like 100,000 times we are super excited to get somebody who like knows someone who played alliance before personally whether that's yeah a partner or a, a child or a parent or a sibling or whatever friend even um and so uh you know spencer was great in 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 summit uh, after a bit of a rocky start, I'll admit. Um, <laughs> I was scared because of that, because like I heard him or like, obviously he talked to me about playing orgs before I got into the org community. And so I, I knew like some things from his perspective and he would talk about like how he was like portrayed in orgs. And he said that he was like a villain a lot of the time. And I was like, well, I really don't want like everybody to know that like, I was dating him because I was like, what if they think I'm going to be a villain like he was? So I was like, actually so scared. I was like, I was so nervous that someone was going to get like mad at me over it. Not like mad at me over it, but like expect something similar. Just where like, I know like a lot of people hear about each other before they play orgs. And like, I, I didn't know if that would be like the only thing they would have to know me by. So I think for a little bit, I didn't even like tell a lot of people that that's who like got me into them i think eventually i just like did because i can't keep my mouth shut but i tried originally not to tell people and it didn't work well <laughs> um no I'm, I'm looking back through uh the nexus park vip lounge to when we dropped the um the, the cast list for the very first time <laughs> And the first comment about you is from Shannon, who said, OMG, is Darcy the better half of Spencer? <laughs> I love her so much. That's amazing. <laughs> um, so, okay, Spencer is the one, gets you into orgs, gets you to apply, tells you about sort of how they work. Um, you mentioned in your application that uh, over the past year, uh, during the pandemic, that you'd binged a lot of seasons of Survivor. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What, what is it about the show that you like? What? 
aspects of it, you know, keep you kept you invested in it? Or was it just something to pass the time? I think there's so many different aspects that like come together into one. That's probably a really bad answer. But I just feel like there's so much going on and so much you have to keep in mind that it like scratches like every corner of your brain. And like you can't like, I don't know, I feel like you almost like don't get to like, sorry, I just like hit something. Um, You don't get to like rest. And so like, I I have a really bad attention span. And so I have a hard time like focusing on like really simple things. But where like Survivor is something that like, you have to pay so much attention to every detail of everything which I'm really good at doing because I overthink everything. I really like that part of it. Um, that's kind of more of a playing it versus watching it. Um, I think like watching it, I just like, it It also is kind of like that. Like it was a, it's a pretty like, um, I'm trying to think of the right word for it. It goes very fast. Like there aren't really a lot of like low moments and at least, especially on TV Survivor, like you don't have like unanimous votes and stuff like you do in orgs. Um, but it's you're kind of just like always watching something happen and i think that's a really fun thing to do because a lot of shows aren't really that exciting (laughs) that's fair that's fair um okay so you're gonna play this org pay attention to absolutely everything overthink it all and uh somehow transition that into victory okay good well see i definitely did a lot worse at that than i wanted to um especially in alliance honestly alliance is probably well i don't i don't know if i would say that but it's probably like the one i've performed the worst at maybe other than red panda and then i think i think like that's that is also placement wise like the worst i've done but like i think i just played horribly in both of them so i can't even pretend i did good at that (laughs) Uh, so, uh, we did finally confirm that you'd be part playing in the season. Um, and so day comes, we maroon you, um, on, I think September 30th into the server and you get your first chance to kind of look at all the people you're going to be playing with. Uh, this cast had, had 18 people on it, uh, at the time, one of the biggest tied for the biggest cast we'd had before. And so what you were i think one of the people who was fairly talkative in marooning if i remember correctly um i don't know did you get any vibes impressions about the other people that were going to be playing the season with you well i obviously don't remember great i'm i'll preface anything i say by like i'm could totally be like making it up in my own head so this is only like somewhat accurate, but I don't remember everyone amazing. Um, I do remember, obviously this aged wonderfully, but um, I loved Bird from like the very beginning. Like I just, I think they had like the best energy and like they like acknowledged me a lot. And I really like, obviously like they're a very social player. So it worked out really well. Um, but, and I, I didn't really have a grasp of like threats at the time and like how threats would work. Um, so I was just like really excited that someone talked a lot like I did. And I was like, this is great. Um, and I remember getting really good impressions from Bird. I honestly, that might be the only person I specifically remember. Um, I remember being a little bit scared of like Waxler and Maddie both. And I think it's just because like, I was like worried about interacting with like grown men, but like they both scared me a little bit. Um, 
but then I only ended up on a tribe with Maddie. Um, I don't remember everyone else great. I remember asking them a little bit, um, but like, I and I think that honestly, I was a little bit excited about SMM because he was one of the only other ones my age that like talked much. Um, I know Spinjamin was I think like 19 at the time, but I don't remember him and marooning really at all. And then um, trip, you know, um, yeah. But I remember being excited about SMM. Um, I mostly just because, but like he obviously he was a, like had a very different vibe than the rest of the cast. Um, but I feel like where I was also younger, it like played off really well. Um, but I think that's most of what I remember from marooning. Other than I, I did not understand how commands worked at all. So like. <laughs> When we had to get into our like our tribes, like I didn't even know like commands were a thing. So like I was like, this is probably the most embarrassing thing. I, that might have been the most embarrassing thing I've done in orgs, to be honest. Actually, no, no, but like it's close. It was like it was horrible. I was like sitting. I'm, I like like distinctly remember sitting outside and like being like I have no clue what's happening. And so like I just like did a command that someone else did, and then things popped up, and I was like. I was like, what? I don't even know what this is. And I didn't know I was like supposed to solve things. And I was like, this is crazy. And it was, that part was a rough start. The regular marooning was like exciting, but like, I was like, just like anticipating what was to come. And then once we had to like leave marooning, that was like one of the most stressful points in the season. I was so confused about everything, but yeah. So, okay. So, so maybe I need to back up a little bit. Um, did what Spencer had played an entire season he got to final four um though no secret like he did not really interact with the commands uh much at all <laughs> during his t- his time in the game but like he knew they existed <laughs> knew it was part yeah. of the game and then there was an entire season that you uh briefly te- temporarily spectated that um I think like Spencer at least spectated as much as you did, I believe. Uh, so again, another opportunity to know that there were <laughs> commands, just know that they existed. Um, and yet <laughs> it just, it just completely uh, blindsided you. You would think that I would have gotten it by then, but unfortunately, um, so with, when Spencer played, I like, where especially i honestly don't really know anything about his game um i barely remember who was on the cast um but i definitely didn't know like how much he interacted with commands but then when i spectated high seas i was kind of like even though like the whole point was for me to like figure out how it's set up i was just like there was a lot of channels that i just like didn't really know what they were and so like i just kind of ignored them which like i do when i spectate most things like i mostly like tried to like glance over one-on-one dms and tribe like chats or whatever but like i think where i just didn't know like how the sub channels worked i just didn't look at them and so i just kind of like i don't know i guess i just if i saw something i just disregarded its entire existence and i don't like i don't get on discord um other than orgs like before then i like i had it for like a year just for like minecraft like vcs and that was it and so obviously you don't i didn't use a bunch of commands in those and so there was there were lots of opportunities for me to figure out how that worked but unfortunately i did not i did not take advantage of those and so yeah 
it was it was a very rough start for me. Do you do you do that in other um, parts of your life where uh, <laughs> you know you're in school and you're studying for a test and you'll explicitly like ignore an entire chapter of the book, knowing oh, yeah. that it could be on the test? Um, yeah, I think <laughs> I have a thing where I just like if I don't get enjoyment out of something, I just, I just choose to ignore it. And so like, like I actually did this this morning, I've been studying for a midterm I have Wednesday and it's an art history class and there's a painting that I just don't like. And it has a one in eight chance. Actually, no, it has like a 50% chance, I think of being on the exam in some form. And I just didn't, I don't, I don't know anything about it. I know it's yellow and that's all I've gotten. So Basically, yes, that is what I do with everything. Okay, yeah, I I appreciate the consistency, if nothing else. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, so so this was the first season where I believe we had a marooning to the game tutorial like transition period. Um, when we started doing a tutorial in Dark Forest, it was okay. We're going to put you in your camp channel manually. And then once you're there, we're going to have some sort of tutorial setup, building camp type of event that happens. That's how we did it in Dark Forest and Summit and High Seas. This was the first time where we're like, all right, you're leaving Marooning and you're going to use commands to get from Marooning back uh, to wherever tribe you start on. So uh, to be fair, it was the first time we'd done anything like that. Uh, we required every player to go through it. And um, we also... Uh, something we don't do anymore had all of you do it simultaneously when we pinged you, uh, which definitely made things more confusing um, and harder to follow uh, as a player, as a viewer, as a host, the whole thing. But once you finally got through um, the terminals and the entrance and, and got into the park officially, uh, you were sorted onto one of two tribes. There was Blue Euphoria and Orange Mirth. You were sorted onto the blue euphoria tribe uh, and your fellow tribe mates were bird jordan lord shamrock maddie nay spenjamin steph and taylor uh, a really fun exciting group of nine people who gosh I just there's no drama in this group whatsoever unfortunately is that how you remember it Sorry, one sec. I was trying to close my window so you didn't have to listen to the bus coming up. Um, yeah, I was really excited. I, I was, I, I didn't have like a huge impressions on anyone, like I said, in marooning. So I wasn't like, I was kind of just like waiting, I guess, like to see what happened after that. Um, but obviously I was like, I was so excited to be with Bird. Like I think Bird is the like constant in like the, obviously my entire experience up until like the tragic end um but i was so excited for that um and then everyone else i was just kind of like waiting i guess just to like see what came of it i don't really remember like the first few days as much um or like the like very beginning as much as like just like generally the beginning um but i do i, I mostly remember bird talking about like um, or not not super early, but like people 
actually, sorry, let me backtrack. I'm really bad at talking. <laughs> I remember everyone running into the sub channels and I was like, wow, that's crazy. I was like, I would, I would never, like, I couldn't even figure out the commands to get here. <laughs> I'm about to try and go in there. Um, and I just, I remember being like, wow, that's like so bold of them. Um, <laughs> like that's, that's going to be awkward if that goes poorly. Um, and I realized later that I, I should have like put myself into them. Um, like if that was any of the other like orgs I've played, I would be like, at least they're watching. Um, so I could have an idea of who had what. And obviously with like, um, when bird found the advantage and like Maddie was there, it was like a good, like, um, trust, like exercise almost. <laughs> so like, because of stuff like that, I wish that I would have jumped right in with everybody else. Um, but I was like, absolutely not. I was so scared. I didn't want to be painted as a threat or anything like that. So I just like didn't do anything. Um, but obviously I was like really unfortunately active. Um, and so like, I think at first the like main people I got really good vibes from were like Bird and Taylor. I remember them being like pretty far up on my list um, from everyone else. I'm trying to remember like who else really stood out to me at first? Maybe Jordan. Um, probably, actually, I think Jordan, especially at first, I think really stood out to me. Um, but then, like, I realized that people weren't quite as active as I was. Like, I was, like, all over the place, and I was, like, so excited to talk to everyone. Um, like, I really, like, encompassed um, the very excited, like, kid who came to play, um, which was a little bit awkward. But I, it did take me. It didn't take me long to realize that a lot of people were not going to be um, as enthusiastic as I was. But honestly, it, it, it was it was for the better. It would have been really chaotic if everybody was like me. <laughs> and impossible to read everything. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> it would be so bad. Um, I think Ari would have like murdered me and all <laughs> the other versions of me. Uh, you mentioned yeah. You mentioned Bird and Jordan on day one as people that have talked to you quite a bit um, and that you wanted to play the game with. And then uh, day two the, in the morning, you also mentioned wanting to work with Steph. Um, okay, I, was, I couldn't remember how long it took for me to like click well with Steph, but I, I don't think ever like in the entire game after the game, anything like Steph will always be like, one of my favorite people she was she was great to talk to i can't really remember when i like hit it off with her well game wise but yeah that makes sense um so uh, one of the things that i i really enjoy about having a player uh who's so, who's somebody somebody close to them has played before or somebody close to them is in the lounge watching or whatever is getting the like it's not not always like the insight into their thought process because usually the players do that well enough but like getting the sort of side thoughts that don't normally come out and so when i was looking back to see um what people were saying in the vip lounge i saw this comment uh from spencer on the first day of the game where (laughs) you said uh you i apparently said something about um you knew that Crystal's husband was pretty active around the server, uh, who, who we know is Waxler. Um, uh, but he also said that you were convinced that Maddie was her husband. Oh, actually, yeah, I 
completely forgot about that. I 100% thought that Maddie was Crystal's husband. And I was like, I was like, I'm not going to like ask him because that's going to be awkward, obviously. Um, but like, I, I was going to see, this was really, this was really naive of me. But I was like, if I can like, like bond with someone over the fact that like, our like partners are watching us play this game. Like I was like, that would be great. So like, I, I probably, I don't know what I would have said, but I probably tried to say things um to get like to get something out of them um i i don't know how long it took me to realize that it was definitely not maddie and i'm pretty sure maddie was only into men um and so that was not my brightest moment um but yeah no that was really interesting yeah no uh, i i had not remembered that at all um but that is quite quite funny and i appreciate it you're welcome i was very convinced too like i don't know if you could have said anything to like make me not think that unless like waxler would have like stood up and been like yeah no like my wife crystal is like watching me in a lounge (laughs) um okay so uh on your tribe getting getting to know the people figuring out who you like who you want to work with yada 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 And that brings us to the first immunity challenge. So here we have the the perhaps the maybe second most like iconic ride at an amusement park. Maybe a roller roller coaster is more iconic. I'm not sure. Um, A Ferris wheel, (laughs) right? Everyone loves Ferris wheels. Is that true? Um, I'm actually kind of scared of them because I wish they like had like a buckle, even though I know it and mm. save me. I just like, I don't like how open they are and they're so hot. They're kind of, they're terrifying, but <laughs> it, it's okay. They're, they're really pretty. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so here, all we, what we asked you to do was ride the Ferris wheel. Um, each ride lasted for an hour, uh, up to four people on your tribe could be on it on the Ferris wheel at the same time. And you would be on it with the people from the other tribe at the same time. You could talk to them while you're both there. And you can only ride it 10 times total over a period of 24 hours. And whichever tribe rode the Ferris wheel more often would win. Uh, I don't know what the tiebreaking things were, but that didn't come up. So uh, pretty straightforward um, check-in challenge, 24-hour challenge, all things considered. Um what was i don't know how how did it feel to do your first challenge and you know, what was it like um i was so ex- i was so excited about everything um i i was really nervous about how it was like going down um i think i like vaguely remember like in tribe chat everyone trying to decide how to figure things out and i think bird stepped in to do a spreadsheet and i was like that's so smart but like i would absolutely never do that um, just because like, I, I didn't want to do anything like super noticeable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of let that happen. Um, but I did have my homecoming dance. And so I wish I could have been more active for that because I loved the cross, the cross tribe communication. That was like my favorite thing probably ever. That's my favorite like theme of any org I've played. Um, and I even like in like little bits of getting to do it in different orgs, like it was, it was my favorite thing to do. Um, and so I really wish that I would have been around more. Um, I was still like 
pretty active. I think I even remember somebody like saying that in the lounge. They were like, it's like, this is how active she is like, at a school dance. But also school dances are, were very boring. Um, so it's okay. But um, I was really excited to talk to people. Um, I think I remember talking to Brendan a lot. Brendan and was it just Brendan? Maybe. Um, maybe I might have talked to Court a little bit. Um, Brendan makes but, sense. He was he yeah. rode the Ferris wheel a lot while you were there. Um, okay. May you kind of your so you did one shift uh, that night the first night and then all the rest of your shifts the next morning. Um, so you you might have overlapped with Court a little bit uh, when you first got on in the morning. Uh, Jimmy and maybe a little Bramble Cat, Choco Beans, and Swahui would have been the other major people from the other tribe that would have been on there at the same time as you. Okay, yeah, I think, honestly, like, I think I remember Court maybe a little bit. Um, I remember talking to, like, somebody about, like, like, I think I sent a picture and, like, I talked to somebody, um, but I can't remember who, but I remember talking to Brendan a lot, which was actually really unfortunate because I I really liked Brendan. I was like, I was like this guy's great. I was like, he's amazing. Um, if I, like, based off of that alone, I he, he was probably, like, the main person from the other tribe that I think I would have wanted to work with. Um, I think I can't remember great. So I might've said something different somewhere else, but at least right now, I remember getting like such a good first impression off of him. Um, and I loved it, but that obviously also aged really poorly. Um, so I was very disappointed about that. Um, but I also remember one thing that bothered me with the Ferris wheel challenge was, um, I remember Lord Shamrock doing absolutely nothing. I think actually, I don't really remember that well, but he did not do much at all. And he was just kind of vibing. And then he like got on while I was supposed to be getting on. And so it threw me off. Cause like, I think there was like a limit or something, right? Mm -hmm. Like where only like so many people could be on it. Um, and I remember him getting on and then I couldn't get on for like an extra 15 minutes, which kind of threw off my entire schedule, which like would have pissed me off anyway. But, like, it was especially frustrating considering I was, like, these people, like, they need to like me and they need to, like, think that I'm, like, trying hard and I'm not that bad at challenges. And, like, I didn't want to be the one causing problems, but I didn't. I also didn't want to be, like, hey, this guy just, like, stole my shift. Like, what do I do about him? Like, in tribe chat. But I do remember that making me so mad because I was, like, I was, like, dude, come on. Um, but then I remember Jordan, I think, stepping in and – um like, I think she was supposed to go in, like, after me or something, um, like, 15 minutes after me, I think. Um, and so she stepped in and, like, resorted it. And I remember being just so grateful for that because, like I said earlier, I didn't want to do anything, like, noticeable. But I also, like, I just didn't want to cause, like, problems that early. Um, so I remember that helping um, my relationship with her because I was just really grateful that somebody else fixed the problem. Um, because that part made me really, really nervous. I was scared that it was going to like, I don't know how, but somehow just like ruin my entire game if someone like misunderstood what had happened there, even though it would not have been that big a deal. <laughs> I mean, it can, you, you really can never know like what tiny thing or wrong attitude or reaction to something is going to like, just doom you, uh, at any point yeah. in the game, which is terrifying we'll we'll get to that later (laughs) um so i'm i'm looking i'm kind of like scrolling through your confessional to kind of keep up with where we are in the season and uh right after the results of the challenge come out so 
you you're able to do all 10 of your shifts uh, as are everyone is as is everyone else on your tribe except for lord shamrock who only does two of the 10 but that's good enough when the other tribe has a trip who does zero <laughs> uh, and so you're gonna win the first immunity challenge don't have to worry about being the first boot big relief we proceed um but there's a couple of messages here in your confessional that are like very prescient uh with how the season is and who's on the season the first one i noted i kind of pulled out is you sent a confessional message about taylor saying i'm getting the energy that taylor might be setting himself up to just look like a really cool person so that maybe people like him more during the game I might be wrong, but everything just feels too drastic. Like, that seems extreme, but I don't know. I wouldn't put it past anyone. And uh, obviously, most of us, uh, both of us and anyone listening, probably knows Taylor better now than they did at the time uh, and and knows that this is 100% accurate. (laughs) I've talked to him already to do his interview for this season, and he says that he said that the main thing he tries to do when he plays an org is set himself up to be cast in a returnee season (laughs) (laughs) which you know relies on being noticeable and memorable and cool and likable and all that sort of stuff dramatic and and having a lot of flair (laughs) um so day three you'd already pegged him on that great job really picking up on the details like you said and then we see the flip side of this coin (laughs) Which is a comment you a thought you have about bird. Wow. What's that? Oh, sorry. Hold on. Mm-hmm. My Wi-Fi went out for a second. Let me turn it <laughs> off. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. Okay. Um, so then later that same day, still day three, you sent a message about bird saying, um, "I think bird was going to try and transfer the DM to me, which is the neural link that they found that became rendered useless once Bramble Cat sent connected to bird with their own." Uh, Neuralink, um, but you said that that makes you think that they really trust you so you hope you're not putting all your trust in someone who's going to screw me over but i love bird <laughs> i'd be okay if i was blindsided but only if it was by bird see okay that is really bad <laughs> like really really bad you were like the nostradamus of the season <laughs> apparently um <laughs> yeah i don't know i um I don't even entirely take it back, but I do a, a lot at the same time. Um, I I do remember that though, because I was like, with the way like Bird talked about things, I was like, I feel like, I, I do feel like they trust me a lot. And so I wanted like to believe them so badly. And I, I did 100% for a, a while. Um, and I don't know, they were really good at playing that aspect of the game. And it was honestly really respectable. Um, I do, I, I honestly, I still, I didn't really look back at anything at the end of the season. So my perception of the game, like, after I talked to people from my season, um, it hasn't, like, I don't actually know what really happened with a lot of things. <laughs> um, so you can correct me on anything I say, just because I, I don't know, I, I never do that after the season. I just, I, I remember the game as it was, like, right after it ended. Um, but yeah, no, I wanted to trust that really bad. And then with Taylor, I honestly, I do, I do still believe, I just think Taylor's the cool person. Um, so honestly, I would even take that back a little, not a lot though, because 
I like being right. But <laughs> I do think I do think that now I'm just like Taylor just was like a cool person too. But you know. Yeah, for sure. Uh all right. So uh you win the first immunity challenge, you're in your confessional, you know, reading the tea leaves on the whole season. Um when it, you know, now that you've played a bunch of orgs since then, and I, I don't know how many how many is a bunch, I guess, for a reference. <laughs> Honestly, not that many. Um, I played. Oh, great! I actually don't know how to count. Um, one, two, three, six. I played six because I got I've, out of six orgs, I've gotten the same three placements. Um, so I've just <laughs> done every placement twice. <laughs> okay. Um, so now that you've played a few more orgs since this, um, I assume you've experienced the you know the situation of winning immunity challenges before the merge arrives how i don't know when you when this first happens like are you thinking that this is a time to like kind of take advantage of it and connect more with people is this something that's changed for you over playing a couple of works later um i definitely think with alliance i was a lot less i think the right word for it um a lot of the things I did weren't really on purpose, but I realized they worked with Alliance. So like a lot of my game kind of like started with Alliance because obviously I just like, I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, that wasn't really a secret. Um, but I definitely, at least in the orgs following that, whenever there was downtime, I always did make sure to keep um, my messages in check, especially if other people were active. But, like, not to an extent. I did try and do better about threat management with, um, like, my social game. Because, especially in other orgs, Alliance was one of the more active, or probably, like, the most active org I've played. Maybe, at least in the top, like, two or three. Um, So, um, everyone was, like, more there. But um, I do try and take advantage of the time so that like maybe like say one person's like really active during an off day but like nobody else is active then like i want that person to have more conversations with me compared to anyone else and like i feel like those conversations stand out more when it's just like you and them and they aren't having a bunch of other conversations at the same time because like right before tribal everyone's talking to everyone and like you forget who said what and whatever but like when nobody else is on for the entire day um then you definitely I, I feel like people remember those conversations more even if it's not conscious so like yeah i think with winning immunity i still try to like be around as much as i could okay <clears throat> no i think that makes sense um i i don't know do you feel like that happened during this season um honestly i don't remember amazing um I, I i know that i talked to barry like non-stop all the time i don't think i really left any of my dms like that wasn't a thing that i did during alliance that i just left dms read without responding to them unless it was like really dry like actually i, I won't name names but <laughs> like if they were dry then i wouldn't really like respond as well um but if like i basically was messaging bird non-stop even while i was like at school in class yeah. so like i i don't think i really took downtime um as far as i can remember um 
That's a good question. Uh, I can tell you that, let me see here. Okay, so you had, uh, it's, it's really hard to explain this stat, but um, <laughs> imagine uh, every day, so from midnight to midnight, that a DM channel is open, uh, that you don't send a message to a specific person is worth one, okay? And that okay. and that extends to every single DM channel you have during during the season. So if you had a score of zero, that meant that you sent a message in every one of your DM channels during every 24-hour day, okay? Oh, this isn't going to look good. <laughs> well, it doesn't happen that often. I think it's happened like three times in the whole time we've had the game. Uh, this whole, you know, it doesn't, it just doesn't happen. Um, you had, you, you, you had a score of 10 in that stat, which is pretty good. All things considered. Okay. I honestly expected kind of lower. Um, <laughs> so that actually makes me feel better about my social life outside of orgs. Um, so yeah, that makes sense though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it, you know, you were there with, with almost everybody all the time. Um, <laughs> with very few exceptions. Uh, so. Yeah, I was aware, like, whenever... I, I obviously trusted Bird a lot, um, but and I, like, obviously had, like, differing trust between different people. But, like, if I was messaging one person, I did try and make sure um, that I was responding to other people, um, even if they were kind of dry, because I, like, if they, if they were dry, they would just take longer to respond. But I really didn't want it to be, like, a conversation being had in other DM channels, like, oh, like, like, Bird going to, like, Jordan. Actually, no, this did happen. Um, never mind. Well, when I didn't talk to Jordan so much, and, like, then, like, there was, like, a conversation between, like, who I was talking to more and why I wasn't talking to certain people. And, like, I didn't want that to happen. But mm-hmm. it still did. But I, I, I feel like I tried to make that not happen. Um, I don't know if I did this on Alliance at all. But a thing that I have done in the past, I feel like I probably did it with at least somebody. Maybe like maybe just Bird, but maybe other people. Um, like if I am just responding to that person, and I, I, I will sometimes tell them if I like don't think they'll tell anybody else. And be like, yeah, like, don't, like, wrap me up. But, like, I'm just talking to you right now because I don't want to, like, deal with other people. Which is, honestly, almost every single time true. But I feel like it does, like, build a little bit of trust. Um, or, like, if I'm trying to, like, strategize something and I don't want to go around, like, talking to other people while I'm strategizing something with one person, I tell them, like, they're the only person I'm talking to. Um, so I, that honestly really wasn't relevant to anything you said. But I'll put it out there. <laughs> no, that's you know it's all it's all part of things and uh it's 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 helping paint the picture um because it's it like you said like it's tricky to know i mean i think i feel like we see that all every season there with almost everybody who plays and not even just alliance just like in an org like you have people you vibe with better than others and some days especially days where you know you're not doing a challenge or you don't have to go do a vote um it can be really easy to just say you know i'm only going to talk to the people i like today and we're going to leave it at that (laughs) and you know if if it all works out then there's a connection there you can be a little more forthcoming and open with that thought and i think if it's reciprocated that forms a pretty strong 
bond uh, between those people. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. So we get to the first vote. Uh, Mirth goes, they vote out Trip. Big surprise. And um, <laughs> we are down to 17 people. Which brings us to our second immunity challenge, Space Cadet. Um, <laughs> oh, God. We, asked, we have to talk about this one. <laughs> we do, actually. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we... We asked each tribe to number themselves from one to eight, which meant that somebody on Euphoria would have to sit out, uh, which would end up being Lord Shamrock. And I don't know if we specifically said that was like best to worst or anything of that nature, but one to eight. Uh, You end up ranked second for whatever reason. Uh, I don't know if you remember (laughs) that at all. I, I don't. I think we might have, or I think we might have done like alphabetical. Or I don't know. I think we did something like obvious. You did actually. I could be wrong. Yeah. Okay. No, it's. I don't know how I remembered that actually. That was probably the most impressive thing I'll say the entire like interview. <laughs> no, I don't even. I didn't even remember that. But yeah, no, it 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 definitely checks out. Um, so uh, that meant you were paired up with SMM. Yep, I was. <laughs> And so the way this challenge worked was you and your adversary, SMM, would see um, 10 prompts in total. Each prompt would have, I think, three different, like, um, questions, equations, problems, words to unscramble, that sort of thing. Small tasks that you could do to get points. And whichever one of you did it first, you got those points. And... After a period of time, the prompt would disappear, and then a new prompt would show up in a few seconds. And whoever got the most points helped out their tribe most, because it wasn't just a matter of beating the other person. It was just increasing the number of points that your tribe got in total. So, that said, um, very different challenge from the Ferris wheel. So... We're going to realize that you're pretty good at speed-based things on a computer uh, in the next challenge after this one. But, you know, when you kind of get an idea of what this challenge is, uh, why do you think it didn't work out so well? <laughs> um, you want to know something else really embarrassing about me functioning on Discord? Um, because I didn't know how spoiler marks worked. So oh. when the questions, I don't think I ever said this anywhere or to anyone. Um, but I also like to be there. Was a, a lot happened at the beginning of that challenge. So obviously, um, me and SMM have like I saw so many people shitting on us for um, <laughs> the chaos uh, that was that DM. But honestly, not gonna lie, I have fun. I really enjoy talking to him. And um, we're on my tribe. Spinjamin was very calm. Um, even for being the other younger person, um, or it was sometimes calm. Sometimes he just screamed, but like most of the time he was pretty calm. Um, and then bird was, I think the next youngest. Um, and they were like, they matched my energy pretty well. Actually, I think, I don't know. I think that was more of like my natural energy, but then I think with SMM, I was able to match his energy, Mm -hmm. which I like, I will say that I don't think a lot of people on that season could do. Um, so the lounge can shit on me as much as they would like, but I matched that energy pretty well, in my opinion, <laughs> um, which was not the easiest thing to do. Um, but we had a really good time. I feel like I really enjoy talking to him. 
um but there's like a lot of other things to get into that but just solely challenge based so we obviously decided that we were going to try and just like make it like come out even um which i naively like did not even think about like how bad i was going to be at some things um and Esme was obviously a really smart kid and so like the prompt comes out i i don't know what these black boxes are and i'm like okay this is i was like what do i even do with this i was like these are just black boxes and i remember staring at them for a little bit and i think that was the first thing that just sent me over the edge and so um i was just sitting there staring at them and i was like oh this is this is gonna go so poorly um and I didn't have my glasses either. And I just got on glasses, like, not that long before then. But I realized, like, how, like, I was, I just, I could not see well at all. Um, and so I kind of forget, forgotten that I had had them a lot. And I usually had been on Discord on my phone. I'd almost, I think I'd only used Discord on my phone until um, that challenge, which was not a good idea either. Um, and so I was on my computer and I can't see on my computer as well. And so I was like, okay, I can't, like, I, I couldn't figure out how the black boxes worked. And then I realized that you had to click on them. And then even once I did that, I couldn't see the screen well. And I perform really terribly under pressure, as I think we noticed in every, like, single challenge. And then for anyone who spectated me in any other org, it never, that never went away. Um, but I, I'm just really bad under pressure. And so, like, when I get really nervous, like, my limbs go numb. Like, my legs will start going numb. And so I was sitting there looking at it, and I was like, this is terrifying. And so I just start, like, panicking immediately. Like, there was not even, like, it, it was just, like, a downhill slope from there. Um, I was really stressed. And I remember, like, Esma being like, hey, are, are you here? And I was like, yeah. But I was like, how do I explain to, like, one, this kid I just met, but two, like, this entire group of, like, adults. Actually, I don't even know if I really knew how much of them were adults at the time. But it's this entire group of people who, like, were watching this that, like, I'm panicking over this. Because, like, I I feel like it's hard to get that if you're used to orgs or, like, aren't just, like, a generally stressed out person like I am. So... I was stressing really bad at SMM. Honestly, SMM was great during that challenge. Um, and just, like, like, he literally, like, would send me the answer. Obviously, you know this. I don't know what I'm telling you. But, like, he was, like, sending me the answers so I could copy and paste them and send them. And, like, honestly, I needed that, like, so badly. Not just, not because of, like, I think I would have done, a, like, been able to manage socially um, if, like, at very least, if not for my connection with Bird. Um even if we would have lost solely because of me but like i just needed like the little like pat on the back like and like the boost to help me out um because that was just not my kind of challenge and um it it never really has been that never changed like anything like that just like doesn't really work well for me and so that was just like the first chance i got to fail at one of those (laughs) that's uh that's a that's a that's a that's a ride um <laughs> yeah that was there's a lot that happened in that time. Uh, so yeah so let me see if i can <laughs> approach <laughs> I don't know this. If you have to go back and look at it well so i guess the things i want to pull out are one um the energy between the two of you throughout <laughs> this challenge and and i guess beyond the challenge because you were able to talk in the channel for you know hours after the fact um absolutely agree no one else matched smm's energy all season 
uh, I don't know that anyone else even tried to. Maybe Bird a little <laughs> bit at the merge, but like really, it was just SMM being the odd person out on Mirth for, for the pre-merge, uh, with the exception of when he was able to talk to you. Uh, and and I think like that's something that you did. Um, and I think that's something that a bunch of people did during this season with with others. I don't think anyone else really tried it with SMM, but like it was something a lot of people in the viewers lounge were noticing when people talked to Steph that Steph yeah. would get other people to send these giant blocky paragraphs because that's how she typed. And you know, that's a really fascinating phenomenon that happens um, in like a social situation. Uh, and I think it's a really positive strength uh, to be able to do that, to have the ability to, you know, go from sending giant blocky paragraphs uh, that are well thought out, but like just a giant run on sentence with Steph most of the time <laughs> to, you know, every two words is a new message when you're talking to SMM or somebody. Um, I, it's 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 a lot. Um, so then the second thing is the challenge itself. And you're right. Like I was going back through it, um, as you were talking and, you know, he gave you three, maybe four different answers, um, throughout the challenge to give you ultimately more points than he got. Uh, (laughs) and in between, uh, so you're, so it's like you sending, you know, six wrong answers, screaming about it. SMM posting a right answer for you to send, telling you to post that answer. You do it, you get the points, and then apologizing because now you have more points than him. Great. It's yeah. great. It's all great. <laughs> I actually felt so bad about that because like I feel like most people they'd be like, Oh, like take the like take the win. But like I felt so bad because he had just done this huge favor for me. And I think we both just assumed that he'd be able to get other points. Um, and then we both ended up not being competent enough to answer. Like it was like different like sections of questions. I think I don't know. I don't remember well. But we weren't able to answer like the next ones, and so he couldn't get any more points to make up for it. And I felt so bad because like he had just like he would have won it so easily if I hadn't been there. Um, and I was really scared that obviously we, we see that later in the conversation. But I was so scared that he was going to get voted out because of it. <laughs> Um, and I would have felt so bad because like I did, I, I, especially after that conversation, um, I think he would have been the person on earth I would have wanted to work with the most. Um, and I was, I was really scared to mess that up because especially knowing that people had, um, neural links, I think at that point we'd only heard about, um, or I'd only heard about, uh, birds. And so knowing that other people were going to have that connection, um, like terrified me because I was like, well, I need that connection. Um, and I guess I had chosen SMM, um, which also was, did not work out well, um, in the future, but I was, that was really stress inducing experience. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. He, he shows up after the challenges, uh, at least after your part of the challenge is over and, First thing he's one of the first things he says after that is just got told my name was out there, which to be clear, he had no access to his DM channels at this point. (laughs) 
as did you didn't either so uh i don't know where he was hearing that from but um <laughs> well my thought process was i might i might be wrong on this um i actually you correct me if i'm wrong but i think that like we couldn't respond to people but like could they still message us uh, you actually, yeah, I think you're right. If, if they okay. hadn't started yet, then they could still send you messages. You just couldn't respond to them. Oh, until, okay. I think, it, okay. I might've not had any thought process behind that, but if I did, um, which again, I might've not had any, um, was that someone messaged him that, but he just like couldn't respond to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely should have used a few more brain cells because for <laughs> like, I know that like, that's part of his personality he just like says really out of pocket shit and like it doesn't make sense but like even though i did match his energy i wasn't quite aware of that yet so i i totally thought he was being honest which is why i blurbed about the um the uh, neural link between bird and bram and which i then when i realized he was joking i was like okay this is really awkward now because i should not have done that if that's the case um (laughs) because that caused me a lot of a lot of anxiety as well um yeah it was bad no he he totally got you he did he got me good um i think uh similarly similarly to how people many of the people in the lounge were commenting about just the chaos that this channel was and uh the i don't know hectic frenzy that, that the you the two of you actually doing the challenge was um most people felt like asmm played this really well uh either intentionally or not or <laughs> i don't know if he just kind of got lucky uh, with the way he said things or what he chose to say but um and i'm curious to see when i get to talk to him like how much thought went into some of the stuff he did during the season uh but um, yeah I feel like... no go ahead i i feel like with that specifically um, I could totally be wrong, but I don't feel like it was super intentional only because I feel like there wasn't a lot that I should have been able to do to help him. Um, and he might've had like more, obviously he did have a lot more org experience than I did. So he might've thought about something like that. Um, but at least in my head at the time or not at the time, but like even now thinking about it, um, I feel like there just what shouldn't have been that much I was able to do to help him. So I feel like it was probably luck of me just being, like, really dull. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I, I'm actually also curious whether or not that was intentional. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you... <laughs> I, so, let's see. Um, this all comes out of... So, so, like, I gave you your scores at, like, 4.30 p.m. And in the span of nine minutes... We go from you beat him ten to 11, ten or uh, twelve to ten or whatever to uh, oh my goodness I can't talk to anybody else until <laughs> this channel closes to okay I got to tell you that there's somebody on your tribe that found an advantage that gives them a DM channel with somebody on my tribe uh, that took us six minutes and then <laughs> it took a further two minute three minutes to get to oh it was Bramble Cat. <laughs> That's a really yeah. quick, quick succession of, <laughs> of reveals and secrets being told. Yeah, um, the fact that that wasn't like that this entire challenge wasn't my worst moment of the season <laughs> is really impressive. 
honestly, if you ask me. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, I think I wish I don't really remember my own thoughts um, at the time, but it definitely feels like if you were watching the show uh, that if they were showing somebody doing some of the things that you were doing at this moment, it's like <laughs> this this person's kind of just like blundering along at the moment. Um, yeah. And it's, (laughs) it's, it's by virtue of, I guess, your connection to bird partially and your, you know, genuinely strong ability to connect with people socially that I think allows you to, I don't know, start walking properly (laughs) during this game. Yeah, I think, um, something I did, this wasn't something I realized immediately, um, but just because I had no idea how I was gonna act socially um but I realized that I I just I'm not good at thinking clearly most of the time um and I'm like don't react like super like I I guess like chill to anything um as we also see later um but I I think that like I just look like flustered all the time and sometimes I just am but um, I kind of realized a little bit through the season that I could kind of take advantage of it because if I was going to be flustered anyway, I might as well just like paint myself as flustered as I can. That was not part of the plan during this challenge for the record. But I feel like I tried to take advantage of it later in the game just because um, I thought maybe like it would help me like control my threat level a little bit if I was only seen as like a, like a super flustered like kid just because i think that i was obviously just because i was one of the only minors on the season i think that my high energy did didn't do me a ton of favors um working with some of the adults on the season um but i try to take advantage of the fact that i wasn't able to keep like myself together which i think i kind of learned from that challenge a little bit just because of how badly it turned out Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense. <laughs> no, I... It does. It does. Um, I mean, it just kind of, like... It's one of those things that... It can happen when you're playing for the first time. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, it takes... It takes it takes a little bit to get kind of adjusted to a lot of things. Um Depending, I guess, like, and I'll caveat that by saying that it also depends on, like, your investment level, because obviously this was Steph's first game as well, and I would say Steph day one and Steph day 30, whatever the last day of your season was, like, 36, I think, like, very much the same person, (laughs) very much playing the game the exact same way, Um, knew exactly what she wanted to do from day one, at least that's how I remember it. Um, but I would also say that like, not that she wasn't invested in the game, but like she wasn't obsessive about it, perhaps. Um, and, and if you are, (laughs) I think it becomes a lot easier to get derailed and, um, thrown off course in like the way you're approaching things in that sense. No, 100%. Definitely. (laughs) I struggled with that like really badly honestly throughout a lot of my orgs in general like it wasn't i didn't really learn great from it um 
kind of I was like very invested and especially in Alliance I think it was just a different atmosphere than any of the other orgs I've played because like every other org I've played has just felt like like it's felt like a game even though I was very very invested in it but Alliance was just like so much more like thrilling I guess and um even like a lot of stress did come from the game I was like so excited about all of it um and I don't know I do think that I felt like so much pressure because like even if like this is and obviously it's very different than like real survivor but like with real survivor like say you get on there and like you if your first boot like imagine how disappointing that's going to be because like it's like your only shot to get to do it um and I guess like other than like returnees but like you only get like one chance to like really do it and I think part of me was like really stressed out about the fact that like I think a lot of it was where it was was my first org. I wanted to do really well, but also like where Spencer had talked about like how this was one of his favorite ones, obviously, considering he got me to apply here first before any of the other ones he'd done. Um, like he had a certain degree of like investment in like the community. Um, and I just didn't want to like mess anything up, I guess. I was like really stressed the entire time of messing anything up doing bad not being like relevant to the season mm-hmm. um but i don't know it was a little bit stressful <laughs> uh yeah no i think that i feel like that's something that probably hangs over a lot of the people who like you had somebody they were close to outside in the real world who had played here before or had some sort of you know significant connection to alliance or the people involved in it um you know, I'm sure when I get to talk to Bramble Cat that she will have felt similar pressure given, you know, how much Bread loved playing here. Um, at least I'd be surprised if that wasn't the case. So. Yeah, no, definitely. All right. So, like I said before, you got 12 points. SMM got 10 points. Um, fun fact. We love fun facts. You could get it. There were a total <laughs> of 100 points available in the matchup. Um, and <laughs> so with eight matchups, uh, there were uh, 800 points available to everybody, uh, during this challenge and combined, I think both tribes got like 320 points or something like that. Uh, not great, not great, Bob. Uh, but your 12 points helped lift humor euphoria to, a second victory you had 179 points mirth had 147 and that's that's what mattered that's what mattered and you win immunity two for two no that really i think that helped a lot because <laughs> like i said like i was still not really sure how like votes and stuff were gonna go i had no grasp of how how would you even like mention like like starting a vote or like making sure it wasn't me like do i just ask people like hey are you voting me like obviously you don't do that but i like did not know how to go about any of it so like part of me was like really happy that we did keep winning because (laughs) the longer i could wait before getting voted out the better but i also was like i just i like anticipated that first vote so much because i wanted to like figure out how to do it and i think once i like had one vote then it was gonna get easier or not like easier that would no um not that but um it would have gotten like a little bit less scary because i would have at least had a way to navigate it um so the con the the first few wins were a little bit stressful 
it's it's really interesting to think about how this would have gone if SMM had not been helping you uh, and had been focusing <laughs> on himself. Because I think he gave you about eight points of what you earned. And if you just give him those eight points instead of you, like it's just like a 15 point or like a 16 point difference between the two tribes, which maybe if he wasn't spending all his time trying to help you get points, he could have gotten them himself. Uh, very possible, um, which would have been very interesting if that had switched the outcome of this challenge. You would have gotten what you wanted. Yeah, true. I do remember somebody mentioning to me, um, I think it was Waxler, um, that like because of the results of that, um, like our matchup, that he kind of assumed that we like threw it. Um, not through it, but like that we talked about it just because, or I think it was maybe after the um, challenge because I know I was against Waxler in the next, or I think I was against Waxler in the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I think we, me and SMM, I both, I, I think that we both did well in the next challenge. And so someone came to me after it and like basically was like, yeah, I kind of like assumed you guys talked about it because um, I didn't know how you both did that bad. I was like, <laughs> damn. But yeah. It was very interesting. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought about that originally. Um, where it was my first story, I never would have thought about like that detailed of like a breakdown of what happened. Right. Well, I mean, Waxler got forty nine points by himself, so yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he felt everybody that didn't get like at least thirty points was throwing. Well, some of us, some of us are struggling. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Mirth goes back to Tribal Council. Uh, this time, it is Swahui who gets voted out unanimously and finishes in 17th place. And we're down to 16. Uh, you and SMM, I think, had talked about the possibility of a swap. Um, SMM has, had considered that it would be a swap at 16. That is not going to be the case here. And... As we get into this, the Carnival Games Challenge, I think this is about the time where your um, Nexus Park theories start to really come to the forefront, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I I could not correct you if you were wrong, so we'll go with it. (laughs) Okay, somewhere around this part of the game. Yeah. um, You, I think, are one of the first people to... Um, at least verbally and, and openly be theorizing about why it was called Nexus Park and maybe if they're not going to be a swap and this is why we're able to talk to everybody on the other tribe so frequently, yada, yada, yada. Um, again, very prescient, very prescient. <laughs> uh, so in the Carnival Games Challenge, it was set up very similarly to the previous one where you were matched up against somebody else. Uh, now Euphoria had to sit out two people. It could not be Lord Shamrock, so you sat out Jordan and Taylor this time. And instead of ordering yourselves one through seven, you were given very vague descriptions about what each challenge was and what type of person would be best for that challenge, and you had to match yourselves up accordingly. So there was the accurate shooting gallery, the athletic rimmed out, the calculating guesstimation, the crabbiest crab dash, the luckiest plinko, observant retention and the one that you ended up being part of was fastest uh, for the pistol panic challenge um 
did you really did you i don't know if that was something that you fought for or just kind of ended up being involved in um but do you feel like the fastest person um no i'm actually i was really nervous to do something like that especially after the last challenge i was kind of nervous to do anything um but i think i tried i can't remember if i asked to do it because i might have not wanted to like push too hard but i did want to be put was there like a like one for like luck or something mm-hmm. yeah okay I, w- I think i wanted to be put in that one so that if i lost i could be like yeah like that's that sucks and i think i even i had something that happened within like that week that i was like like that was i think i like won a raffle or something i can't remember but i like was trying to play off and like yeah like well i just like had like something like lucky happened so like you guys should put me in this uh-huh. that's like so funny um but like i just really didn't want the pressure of like actually having to do a challenge and i wanted a little bit more of an idea of what was going to happen and just having one more challenge to sort that out would have been really nice um so I was, and then if i lost then like they really can't blame me that bad it's luck based and that was my entire thought process True. And and oh and then I remember what happened. Sorry, I'm like it's all coming back to me. And then they were like, "Oh, Lord Shamrock, get a Shamrock, like luck." And I was like, oh, "That no, like that's not <laughs> not what you should do." But they don't they didn't listen to me. I also didn't push. I don't think right. really at all. Um, but um, they did end up putting. I think they put Lord Shamrock in it. You can tell me if I'm wrong. Um, yeah, they did. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they did and, it because of Shamrock. To, be, like, to be fair, fine. he did win. So yeah, and honestly, <laughs> that is. That's a valid point, but but I was like trying to be all like strategic because I was anxious, and then they were like, "No, we'll just put you in something else." And I was like, "Okay, whatever." And I I did do decent at typing. Um, I had like keyboarding like almost every year of middle school, and I I, I enjoyed just like normal typing. Um, I can't really remember the challenge. Amazing, but um, that's okay. I I do remember um being like a little bit stressed because like well actually i don't think i was insanely stressed because i didn't realize yet how like a lot of people in orgs how they're just like online a lot they can like type so quick like it's crazy like i've had a few like just typing challenges it's crazy how fast these people type and but at the time i didn't really realize i don't think how how, like stressed i should have been because I, i i didn't type that much um had a lot of like I don't know. I, I just, I didn't really do that much. Um, but I, I do remember that I did pretty good on the challenge. Um, and I actually got to a point at the end that I felt really bad for Waxler. Um, but only like a little bit bad because he didn't talk to me much during the challenge. And like compared to SMM, I was like, this is so much more boring. And I, no, no offense. I, Waxler was great to talk to, but but it, I just, I really wanted to be talked to more because I, like, I need constant entertainment. I'm, like, a three-year-old. Like, I need, like, somebody talking to me at all at all times. And he just, he didn't do that for me, unfortunately. And so we didn't really talk that much. And then we, like, did the challenge, and he didn't do great. And I felt really proud of myself. But at the end, I was, like, trying to, like, I wasn't going to help him like SMM did with me. But, like, I was going to, like, give it a second and then, like, I think he did one of them wrong and, like, put the wrong letter. And I was like, screw it. Like, I'm just going to, like, get it, get the point. And then I realized, I realized later, I don't know if you found this, because I think he told me in Ponderosa, this man had a migraine. And that's the only reason that I did that good against him. And so my one, like, hello win from the season 
it was because the man had a migraine, which was like mildly disappointing. I but mean, uh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Let's see. So, <laughs> to so the so the way the challenge worked was speed based. We dropped um, a prompt, which was just a very tiny image of a command. Uh, you know, it would just say exclamation point. Um, L K J H G F D S A or whatever it was, um, and you just literally had to type what we sent you. That's all that was asked of you, right? Uh, yeah. Send as an image so that you couldn't just copy and paste it, obviously. Uh, and so, um, I think the first few couple are just like the a single line on a keyboard from one side to the other, and then like they get kind of progressively more intricate as it goes along. Um. But, uh, yeah, it was best out of 15. So, like, if one of you got to eight, you would win. And I don't remember uh, the, the migraine part specifically. I can look, though. I think it was said in Ponderosa. I could be wrong. Yes. Um. Yeah, he said, um, the challenge we went against, you said in Ponderosa, the challenge we went against each other. Did you hate me because I tried so hard to make you talk to me and you seemed very annoyed? <laughs> uh, Waxler, no, I had a migraine that day. It was actually the worst day I had in the game. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't feeling great for the whole day and then we had to do a challenge and I sucked at it. I couldn't focus past the first so many letters. Um, you know, it is. Uh, it happens. It doesn't. I don't know. It, it takes away from your win as much as you want it to take away from your win kind of thing, I guess. Um, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah. I think that kind of just happens in orgs, though. I don't think there's been anything, even from the orgs I've won or, like, challenges I've won, I think there's always a little something that takes away from it um, and makes it a little less, like, valid than you want it to. So I think it's just a thing that happens. The... I. One of the things I find really funny um, about this challenge is you, you start out, you get the first one, um, Waxer gets the second one, uh, you get the third one, and the fourth one, and the fifth one, and then we get to the sixth one, and he gets the numbers. He doesn't get the numbers right. He actually uses, um, he, he I guess he mishits like, the shift key and instead has a one instead of the exclamation point that's supposed to go in front of it. And so you follow after with your with the right answer to get the point and the very next message you send as if like i don't know it just it reads really funny to me like in in hindsight where you sent you say use exclamation point to do it as if like he didn't know what he was supposed to do almost if that makes sense i think i think what i like i might be wrong but did we did we use exclamation points for the commands yeah. And um, okay, I think that maybe for some reason in my head, I was like, oh, he might not like understand how the commands work because I'm that stupid. But like, yeah, no, that was not a not a bright moment for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, you he gets two two more number ones uh, after that point, and then the rest of them all go to you. There's like a couple of special symbols ones. Um, one of my my favorite one perhaps is the uh, the alphabet with the J removed from it. I was actually about to ask you because I I think I think that was the one that I was I might be wrong but I think it was like one of the last ones or the last one 
and um i think he sent like the full alphabet and i realized that the j was missing and when i, I was thinking about it like when we were talking like a minute ago i was like i think it was j that was missing but i kind of want to ask to see if i like still remember <laughs> that correctly and i'm now i'm happy with myself because i did <laughs> yep no definitely um yeah you both put in the full alphabet a to z and it doesn't go it's not correct then a couple other prompts come in the middle after that and then it quote unquote ends and i'm like hey there's a target nobody hit yet (laughs) and so you both kind of go back to it to try to get it right and then you sort of figure it out at that point and figure it out good job took me a second (laughs) um final score darcy 12 waxler three crushed it See, I kind of felt, a li- I don't know, I still felt a little bit bad about it um, because I really didn't want to screw him over either. And I think at that point, I could be wrong, but I think at that point there was already something going around with like uh, Bramblecat, like Beans and Waxler and like Bird, like talking to them about like their group on that side. And so I didn't want to like screw him over in case he was going to end up like being an asset for me in a swap. But then, like, I just couldn't help myself, unfortunately. But then mm-hmm. it didn't even matter in the end at all. I don't think me and Waxler really ever worked together. Uh, you did get it. Like, before the challenge started, you and he were able to have a bit of sort of back and forth and conversation. I think he talked about the votes uh, that had happened to this point and, and a little bit. Um, also, But, like, him having a migraine obviously doesn't you know not as talkative and it's waxler who just by nature is not as talkative so um honestly i feel you got more out of him than than i would have expected uh i feel like i i push really hard um but i do feel like through a lot of the season um i feel like me and waxler were just like two of the people that just were were not like we just didn't click as much i think we were like the entirely wrong demographic for each other um like i think for me like the like people i'm worst at talking to are like adult men and i'm guessing that like his like he does not really just want to talk to like teenage girls who don't shut up and so i feel like we just (laughs) didn't click the best but i think we we made the best out of it you know (laughs) but i don't think we were ever really the most talkative I I think that's that's fair to say, definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, so unlike the previous challenge where it was a matter of how many points you got as a tribe, this one was matchup based. So you beat Waxler, you got a point for uh, Euphoria. Um, there were seven challenges, so it came down to every single one ended up mattering because it was a four to three result in which mirth finally comes away with a victory um you're going to your first tribal council exciting so exciting uh so yeah like how do you i guess the results come out so now you're like all right we're gonna vote somebody out tomorrow or whenever it is um i don't know do you feel good the position you're in in your tribe and uh how does the shamrock target sort of get out there um honestly i don't remember amazing i do know that basically every vote i think i've ever been to 
I'm never relaxed. Like, like I always assume that there's a chance that I'm being blindsided. And I'm going to blame that on Bird a little bit. Um, but I think that I'm, I'm never super relaxed, um, especially where it was my first one. There, I don't think I would believe that I was even a little bit calm before that. Um, but I don't remember how it got out there, but I don't think it was like particularly hard for it to get out there just because obviously the first challenge, I think that I was a little bit stressed because where he did um, win in his matchup, I was like, what if people don't want to vote him out now because he's like challenge strong, even though like my entire point with wanting to be in a luck slot was that it didn't mean anything about challenge strength. Um, but for some reason, I think, I think I was nervous about that. Mm-hmm. But then like, I think just where he, I think something, I can't remember what, but I feel like, like something was said, like he said something um, that rubbed some people the wrong way. And I really cannot remember what it was. Um, if I think about it, I'll, I'll get back to you. But I think he said something that rubbed some people the wrong way in tribe chat. Um, and then between that and him just like not doing anything on the first challenge, I don't think it was super hard, but I definitely, I don't think that I really pushed for his name until it was like unanimous just because it doesn't feel like something i would do but I, i'm not sure okay um yeah i'm trying to see if there was anything in your confessional about it um, um there's your vote i think it would be finished now, uh, you say, I think Shamrock is an easy vote that nobody would argue with, but it's stressful regardless. Anyways, I'm counting on a tribe swap in the near future. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Ryan. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I know that uh, Nay, um, Nay and Spenjamin did not get along and like didn't connect really at all. Uh, and and she did have some connections with with Shamrock, which is why uh, the two of them uh, end up voting for Spenjamin. Um, I actually kind of forgot about that. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I, I don't think I really um, I don't really remember how that first vote went with May. Um, but not gonna lie, that isn't interesting. I think I think that it just kind of happened where like I didn't really vibe with May and bird didn't really vibe with me super well and so i think that between that i just kind of assumed that nobody did really and so i definitely did not assume that lord shamrock did of all people um just because where he wasn't that active i forget that like people who like aren't super active still do have people they trust more that's just something that confuses me um but yeah no i actually don't remember i didn't remember that at first um, also, this vote ends up being complicated by the fact that uh, I believe Spenjamin sleeps through it. Uh, and uh, I forget <laughs> the specific reason as to why Taylor was not there, but he also did not vote at this tribal council. So nine people show up, but there are only seven votes cast, <laughs> um, which is just something. Just something. We're such a good tribe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so t- t- your first experience with Tribal Council in any version, format, whatsoever, um, you j- you get to join the Tribal Council channel. I get to pepper you with 
questions of varying levels of um, intensity. Uh, as someone who's played other orgs that I assume the rest of them have all been the sort of standard 24-hour cycle format, uh, how does this version of a tribal council kind of how was it when you're there and like how do you feel about it in hindsight i actually love it um i loved how everything was live and of course i do understand how it is hard to do that with different time zones um but i i loved it so much i love that everyone was there at once and we could all like have that little little moment together um before we like sacrifice somebody i think that's nice um <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I felt like a lot more real. I think that's part of like what the season, like the entire season that I liked so much. Um, I just, I really liked like everyone being together. Um, and I don't know. It was just, it was really fun. And like my anxiety could be a little bit um, more like focused on that bit of time um, instead of the entire 24 hours. Like, that some people some orgs give you to vote and so yeah i definitely prefer that a lot because and then you know that everyone's voting because that's a, or well well you think that everyone's voting <laughs> yes, unless you yes. sleep or you're taylor um but most of the time like in other words i've had a lot more anxiety about people sleeping through votes um i had allies that were like about to be voted out and they didn't wake up until 10 minutes before the votes were being read and there was like everyone else had already submitted. So there's like, you can't make last minute changes and stuff. And I know that on other orgs, um, it's a big problem with like, um, people getting like fucked over by their time zone. Sorry, I don't know if I'm supposed to cuss on here, but- You, you can, um, it's fine. Okay, um, but people getting screwed over by their time zones and basically being like, like especially people in like Australia, like I had an ally who was in Australia, he woke up like right before, and there was like nothing I could do to like, flip things around because like I didn't have help but like also like some people were like gone by like three hours before and so I really liked that like we could just all like like there was there was not like an extra layer of the game that wouldn't have like organically been there um so I I really liked that aspect of it well good I'm glad thank you thank you I did I did not prefer your questions though they were so stressful <laughs> all the time oh, man. but it made it fun <laughs> but i don't appreciate it that's fair that's fair uh, i i understand that um <laughs> so uh we get to the vote um like i said there's only seven of them and so you get two votes for spengeman uh and then five I guess I only revealed four votes for Lord Shamrock. Lord Shamrock is eliminated. First person voted out of your tribe, and the third person voted out of the season. He's very salty about it, too. I do remember <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, he uh, did not take it super well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, again, like, there's you know like the lord shamrocks and the trips like people i would love to like do these episodes these interviews with that i generally just can't because i don't know they're not on discord anymore or um i think trips like deleted his the account that he used in nexus park so i literally have no way to find him um i would love more than probably anything to hear a trip interview like um, I, i would love it it would be the best like 
10 minute <laughs> podcast episode ever um it would probably be you talking the entire time <laughs> uh and so <laughs> the tri- tribe end or uh, tribal ends and um you get you kind of have the that that sort of fallout period of time where everybody goes back to their their camp channel and is kind of commiserating over the fact that you just survived vote and you had to vote somebody out yada 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 everybody's your you know closest friend in the world and then you have to vote them out (laughs) um i I don't know like is that you know this is one of those seasons where like shamrock was relatively speaking inactive but like he was present during his tribal council he talked he did do the both of the, you know the challenge from this cycle at least he was there he won it um so you know it not it's not like he was like trip who actually like literally did not show up after the season yeah. started um what what is the kind of you know now that it's happened to your tribe how what it what was kind of if you can remember any of the sort of emotional reactions to just that natural process within the game I think I usually do feel really bad about basically every single vote, even if someone's like trying to get me out. And then like, even with like Taylor, like Taylor tried to get me out. I tried to get him out. He got out. I was like, oh, I feel so bad about this. But with with Lord Shamrock, this sounds kind of bad. But when people are like unreasonably upset, like sometimes when people are upset about getting voted out, like that, this act sounds like i'm validating myself when like like when other people do like act out even in like tribal and stuff <laughs> we're not talking about me here um i do get it because i, I like I, I have done it um and like i feel bad about it but like didn't really make an effort in the first um the first immunity challenge and he kind of screwed me over and i think i still held on to that i was still bitter um even though nothing came of me being a little bit screwed over like there it was absolutely not a problem um but i was still i was still bitter and so between that and the way he acted like alsby voted him out i really didn't feel that bad um i don't i don't still hold that in my heart or anything um but generally i think it's it is like a really relaxing time because obviously like right after tribal is like the longest period of time you'll have before like you figure out um like when you might be going to tribal next Mm -hmm. and so there is a lot of relief um but unless it's a completely unanimous vote where there's like no surprises there's always somebody figuring out something like i don't remember if nay knew that we were voting out lord shamrock and she just didn't want to um i I honestly don't really remember how that went down at all but i feel like that probably would have been stressful like just because it wasn't unanimous and then some people were just not there like taylor had kind of disappeared i think by that point i was like pretty cool with taylor um but yeah no i actually i don't really remember specifics with it okay that's fine not a problem um yeah i i don't i i think like other than nay i I don't feel like there was a ton of i don't know like regret (laughs) really um i know i remember bird saying something in their confessional about uh 
having some some like some brief conversation with Shamrock the day the day that the tribal happened and thinking like oh Shamrock's cool kind of cool maybe I don't want to vote them out <laughs> <laughs> um, which like is kind of I don't know that's like one of those weird parts of this game where you know you have these nine people on the same tribe and you know you could run this season over again and maybe you would connect with a different group of people at the start than you do this than you did this time around or you know you have these you'd have a conversation that you didn't have this time that would have affected you know maybe it is spenjamin who gets voted out here instead of lord shamrock or you know who knows what else could happen um just based on like what's going on in people's real lives and uh you know availabilities and who's working and who doesn't work and who's in school and who's not in school and who you know is awake till four in the morning and who goes to bed at 10 p.m um <laughs> all those little things that like can drastically shift um connections like you know you mentioned your ally who lives in australia <laughs> right tough yeah you know we've had a couple of australian or just people in that sort of very distant time zone play and it can be difficult to connect when you don't have that many hours of the day that you're online with those other people yeah no definitely i think i actually when you said that i do remember or i think i remember um when the like when people talked about spinjamin a little bit i think that it was like a universally known thing other than maybe for Spinjamin that he was catching votes. Um, and I remember not being like incredibly invested just because I didn't really care much at the time, but Spinjamin grew on me a lot. And by the time that we did end up voting him out, I like felt like absolutely horrible. Um, and I think he was one of those people that like, he could have been voted out really early. Um, and I'm really glad that he wasn't because if he had been voted out really early, I probably would have like kind of just considered him one of the more inactive people. Um, but I don't know. I did really enjoy talking to him by the end of it. And so I'm glad that went the, went the way that it did. Yeah, definitely. All right. So down to 15 people, maybe now there's going to be a swap to three tribes of five question mark. You would think you would think, (laughs) um, but no, not not so fast uh there's another immunity so challenge um this one is modeled off off of a roller coaster uh this was i remember um from a production side of things that we knew we absolutely wanted to do some kind of roller coaster type challenge uh this season i felt like we couldn't really do a season in an amusement park without a roller coaster challenge and i swear this was just like the very concept of doing a roller coaster challenge was an incredibly high hurdle to get o- get over. Um, Nux, who does the voice of Nuxbot within the park, uh, and I talked uh, multiple times, I think, leading up to the season. And like, how can I make the experience of riding a roller coaster a challenge? What is it? Like, what can I do? How can we figure this out? Talking to everybody to try and sort it out. Um, and, uh, I will say that I feel like we landed on a reasonable, um, outcome, uh, I guess. I don't know if I'm like the most satisfied with it in terms of replicating a roller coaster, but regardless, um, 
what we ended up doing was taking the very iconic moments on a roller coaster and translating them into like keyboard tasks. So you're climbing up the you know the hill of the roller coaster and you're counting one two three four five six etc. You're going down the steep drop of the roller coaster and you're counting backwards, but by bigger numbers. You know, four hundred, three ninety five, three ninety, three eighty five, three eighty. Um, you go through a splash zone and you have to post pictures of bodies of water. You go through, uh, I think, the helix portion and it's on a voice channel where I give somebody a sentence and then two more people have to say that sentence and so on and so forth um, ad nauseum until you reach the end. Um, so, <laughs> all of that being said, um, it was kind of intense. Um, it was one of those challenges where everybody who's participating in it had to be online at the same time. Uh, there were some caveats that we enabled. So like penalties that you could accrue if you didn't have everybody online, um, and otherwise needed them to be, but all told, um, I believe it was Maddie who sat out for your tribe, if I remember correctly. And so there were the other seven of you doing this. Um, do you remember doing this challenge? And if you do, do you have any memories of doing this challenge? <laughs> oh, unfortunately. Um, I, at first, when you were talking about the roller coaster challenge, I was like, what is he talking about? Um, but no, and I, I do, I do remember this challenge. Um, I was actually at Spencer's house while this was happening. Um, because I just, like, I, I did have to do things in my, my regular life. So I was like, this isn't going to take that long. And, um, it was, it was such an interesting challenge. Um, I don't remember it great. Um, but one particular thing I remember is when we were like trying to find pictures, we had like send pictures of certain things, or I think this is the same challenge. I might be wrong, but I think we had to send pictures of, um, like specific things like almost like a scavenger hunt or something um mm-hmm. and i remember nay this is not relevant really at all but i remember nay she was like one second i had to put on pants to like go get like a picture of like an umbrella i was like what and i just remember that was honestly one of the funniest things um no judgment at all but i just thought that was like the funniest thing and like a little part of me i remember during the challenge i was like why doesn't she have pants on like we need her right now and but like honestly now i just think that was so funny i thought i just thought it was so funny um but it was just a really frustrating challenge i don't really i don't really remember it great um (laughs) but no i remember being really stressed about it um because i we did i feel like we didn't do objectively good we just got really lucky with smm and brendan the two people that i wanted to work with on the (laughs) other tribe both of them sucked that day (laughs) (laughs) really badly um i think i remember more about them doing the challenge than i remember like us doing the challenge uh i i think it's some of that for sure um (laughs) there were a lot of things going on in this challenge um so i mentioned counting up and then counting back down um also within that you also could not like have the same person count back to back so you had to alternate counting at the very least um you entered a break zone which had you do math equations uh then you did the the helix channel the the voice channel with the sentences um 
the mini hills, which were counting from A to Z and back to A. Uh, the second break zone was a jigsaw puzzle that we took the pieces and sort of reorganized. Then we got to the splashdown portion where you post 10 images of water. Fine. Photo op, which was the scavenger hunt. Um, and okay. the, the trick to that was there are 10 items on the list and uh, there are only seven of you. And um, for uh, each of you had to, like the, the way it worked was each person in that group of seven had to post at least one image. And if you didn't, you incurred a five minute time penalty. And if there was any item on that list that you could not find, you incurred a 10 minute time penalty. And so uh, we didn't want to make the items like too difficult. <laughs> we didn't want it to just be all penalties. Um, and so like they were pretty straightforward, like a salt shaker, an umbrella, a deck of cards, tweezers, a double A battery, tape, uh, a book over 350 pages long, which is the one that you ended up doing, or at least one of the ones you ended up doing uh, with it. Um, a red shirt, a pumpkin, and uh, a cookie cutter, which like... I do remember the cookie cutter because Bird made a fabulous handmade cookie cutter. It was fabulous. Loved yes. it. Um, and you didn't count it. I do remember that. And I'm still highly offended. Because <laughs> still highly offended. Was, I, I still think about that at night, unfortunately. Yes. Uh, it, I think it's supposed to be a tree, question mark. Um <laughs> It looks kind of like a tree. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you said. That was fun, though. You said, oh, fuck yeah, it looks so good. Ryan, how could you not take it, please? Um, <laughs> that was pretty similar to what I just said. So my opinions haven't changed over a year later. Uh, I will say that I think of the, all of the 10 items on this list, uh, I think a cookie cutter might be the only one we might not have here at the apartment, my apartment. Though we might have one. Yeah, Spencer didn't have one either, <laughs> unfortunately. Hmm. So you end up missing the cookie cutter. I think you also don't have an item for Taylor to take a picture of because, uh, you know, organization was not a strong suit this season. Um, <laughs> and so the idea was, like, we took the first iteration of each item that was sent. We didn't. We did not care who sent it. That was up to the group to figure things out and of course the group did not do that um so you i think got 12, 15 minutes of penalties on that and then you got to the final break zone which was to come up with a five letter word and then you had to basically uh shift each letter within that word one spot down the alphabet uh and then send that as a new message and then do everything afterward uh, and just keep doing that over and over again until you got back to the original word uh and that was it that was your <laughs> that was it like it was easy. that was it yeah. um, it was like such a long stressful <laughs> challenge it was really fun though honestly i think it was really well put together um it was just hard to be a participant of <laughs> uh it took euphoria an hour and 43 minutes of raw time from start to finish um, then we added on 15 minutes of penalty time uh whereas it took mirth two hours and 11 and a half minutes and then an additional nearly 20 minutes of penalty time. Uh, so you beat them, as you said, uh, SMM. <laughs> it, to further reinforce the point that... I love the memes about that. <laughs> nobody had uh, any organiza organizational skill whatsoever. 
Um, the very <laughs> first message in the channel was like, all right, when you type in the number one, like that'll start your timer. Maybe you should think about what you want to do before you jump into it. And like 10 seconds later, SMM's like one. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. And I'd pick him to be my person on the other tribe. Yeah. So that was not, not my brightest moment. I think <laughs> my game could have just been so much different if like I didn't talk to SMM that much, but then Waxler instead talked to me. Like <laughs> imagine the game, except me and Waxler were like an unbeatable duo. Yes. Waxler. You probably can't imagine it, but it'd be great. <laughs> Waxler can win all the challenges. You can do all the social conversations. Exactly. Perfect. I think we should have sorted that out. <laughs> think about it for the next returning. Um, but ultimately, uh, despite um, any issues on, on Euphoria's side, you handily win the challenge. And uh, three for four pretty good good record to this point not bad not bad not bad um so mirth goes back to tribal council and um despite smm's biggest fears uh that he imparted upon you uh he's not voted <laughs> out and doesn't even get a vote <laughs> um brendan, but instead brendan yeah brendan brendan takes the fall for the challenge loss um, due to his participation, I think, in the voice channel where he was uh, unfortunately uh, a little inebriated. And um, he and Court both vote for Jimmy, but uh, it's still a five to two vote out for Brendan. Okay. Uh, I actually, I don't think I even knew the votes for that one, to be totally <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> so it's news to me. Yeah, I mean, why would you? <laughs> um, but yeah, Brendan's out. We're down to 14 people. And hey, that is a number that is not prime. So another good opportunity for a swap. But we're not going to do it here either. And I think, <laughs> I think at this point, so from here on out, there really aren't any opportunities to talk across tribes at the challenges any longer. Um, you're going to have the go-kart challenge, which doesn't really have you you know you're on your own uh and then yeah. the swinging ship uh really you know it, it had channels where the players were able to be in in a space with other people on the other side but like the the just the vibes of it were different and it was much more competitive than anything else so uh any talk and conversation and, and theorizing about this having a season having a swap i think really started to die out <laughs> right around the time that white knuckles comes out the go-kart challenge um, which is good because you're all at least somewhat aware that that's about to happen. Yeah, I, w I, I think for a long time I was just like wishing something would happen. And then I was like, well, <laughs> giving up hope. <laughs> just hoping for like a merge. I think once you get to 14 people, it's like you just hope that there's like an early merge versus hoping that there's a swap because at that point you're like settled in enough mm -hmm. that I feel like a merge is more ideal. Sure. Definitely. So, uh, White Knuckles is an individual immunity challenge where each tribe was going to compete within itself uh, in a go-kart race. We <laughs> So, a little bit behind the scenes on this. Um, anybody who remembers the track for this thing, it's enormous, first of all. Um, it's so big. We So, we initially... Uh, I remember having the idea... 
I, I had read up about um, the sort of the format of this challenge where you you know you move one space and then the next turn you can move like that distance exactly plus or minus one space in any direction. Um, I'd read about that a while ago and had even planned to use it, I think first back in like Dark Forest and like the theming just never really panned out for us. Um, but then I was trying to like build the map of it. And so uh, I think I started with like just a typical kind of like circle oval type shape. And it was really boring <laughs> because... <laughs> You needed some amount of turns, but like once you added one turn, it became difficult to not add multiple turns. And it just got really complicated to the point where this was designed for you as a tr- as a group to like go around the entire track once. Um, and as we see, uh, your, uh, your tribe does not even finish half a lap. Um, and so we thankfully made that distinct that change <laughs> before we did it um yeah so, <laughs> so let me tell me about this challenge uh you ended up finishing second on your side how did you feel about it um i actually unpopular opinion i i did see in the lounge someone said something like there is absolutely no way i would have um like given up and agreed to like stop if i wasn't in the lead Mm-hmm. And I was like, some of us, some of us did have things to do the next day. And I was exhausted. I was so tired. And I was like, I had done good enough where I was like, I'm proud of this. I was like, I, I, it wasn't like space cadets. I did enough. Um, I was like, this is nice. And I actually, like, I got the hang of the challenge and I was like, weirdly like happy with myself because like, I think I talked to like Steph or somebody and like, she was like so confused on like, how it had worked but i think this was the one that i spent like a a good amount of time talking in um my <laughs> confessional channel with you about where it took me I don't, I don't don't even check don't even check because it took me like <laughs> two hours or something to figure out how to play this game um well and just the fact that i figured it out i was proud of <laughs> uh <laughs> yes i i was gonna say like that uh, so uh, Mirth started their challenge before Euphoria did. Um, so I was I remember running their challenge, and that when Euphoria started, Jeffrey was handling it for the most part. But you're right; you were asking me questions before anybody had started. Um, yeah, I asked a lot of questions too. I remember like <laughs> sitting in a parking lot asking you questions, and I'd be like, "Oh, okay, I got it." And then I would ask another question, be like, "Okay, so I can do this move," and you were like, "No," and I was like damn it it was it was so hard for me to learn because it's just not in my very limited skill set um but once i figured it out i was just really happy that i'd figured it out so like while other people were really confused about it i had like finally gotten it and i could i could think that i was cool even though it took me just like an absurdly long amount of time to figure it out um but obviously bird was there and bird just like stomped on me um but it's okay the main thing was i remember may actually doing pretty good and Mm -hmm. that stressed me out because like i feel like there was a pretty big gap like with like where lord shamrock and may were like kind of at like the bottom for me just because i didn't really talk to either of them um and compared to like the next person up i guess i think spinjamin was kind of close but like i think at that point i'd kind of 
picked up with him just a little bit um and i really did want nate to go i think me and bird had already talked before the challenge that we wanted nate to go um maybe i think i might be wrong but i think we did um and so but like when bird like finally was like plenty ahead i was like okay like there's the results are not changing and maybe they would have but i just don't think that they would have um i think that it was kind of just like at a certain point it was just set and like bird obviously really smart very challenge strong um i don't think that they would have fumbled enough to change the results and obviously bird was like my number one for by a good bit um and so i didn't really care if they won and i didn't really expect for the next tribal to go the way that it did so i thought that it was fine unfortunately i i kind of regret not fighting a little harder for the win but i think that um in hindsight if it wasn't me like i think taylor might have preferred to have targeted bird um and i i do think bird had a more of a threat level than i did and like maybe like i actually i don't think it would have flipped um but it, it that would have stressed me out just with that honestly it being on bird um so I don't really really mind um that it went that way but I was glad that Bird did end up winning it despite the chaotic tribal to come (laughs) yeah uh I'm kind of like sort of doing the math uh on like if you had both taken optimal routes to the end uh to see just how close it could have gotten um five one two three four five six Six, one, two, three, four, five, six. So it would have taken bird one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven turns to cross the finish line by my estimation. Um, and it would have taken you 13 optimally. Um, of course, See, but, we don't know that people are going to be optimal, but like, <laughs> yeah. uh, so impossible to know for certain. But, uh, and, and that, you know. Who's to say uh, how that goes out? But, you know, like, you, yeah, I mean, you were really close. I, I don't begrudge anybody for, like, throwing in the towel. Um, you know, this isn't uh, a real, like, NASCAR race where, like, Bird could, like, pop a tire or something and, like, literally stop <laughs> moving. Uh, that doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it was very, very unlikely, I think, for anybody to catch them and uh you know really helped put everybody out of there especially some of these jokers back in the <laughs> who weren't doing yeah. so well uh put them kind of out of their misery a little bit um yeah so burr so so the yeah the other side of this was both tribes were going to be going to tribal council one person would be immune we'd be going from 14 people down to 12 um bird having immunity definitely affects things as we'll come to find out (laughs) um so yeah like what i guess let's let's go to the um (laughs) you can't even ask a question about it there's no place to start (laughs) so okay so i had mentioned already that you had had this thought that nexus park um the fact that there wasn't a swap had something to do with just uh, this being sort of 
you know, you're, you're right. Like this is why we named it Nexus Park. It was like a center, central sort of hub type of thing. Um, that was where we got the term. And it was something that like, you're going to have to like take advantage of the Ferris wheel of space cadets of carnival games to bond with these people on the other side before a merge would come. And, uh, on top of that, we had neural links that were, would give you that leg up and like, they were super, I don't know if easy is the right way to say it, but like they were super simple in how that you found them. They just like, I attached them to existing commands and they worked once. And if you found it, it showed up in your confessional. Nobody was the wiser if you didn't say anything. And then you could choose somebody on the other tribe to connect to. And um, as long as they didn't have a connection already, it would go through. Otherwise, it wouldn't. So you had, I think by this point, Bramblecat had connected to Bird. Um, I don't know if this had happened yet or not, but Maddie, uh, Maddie ends up connecting to Waxler. And then I think think the last one there are only three which was smm finds one and connects to you if i'm not mistaken yes okay i don't think those had happened yet but that's those are are gonna end up existing uh mine definitely didn't i don't think maddie and waxers did because i i think that that happened pretty late too and it just like nothing came of it yes Um, correct but but then okay with the nexus thing i will clarify I think that people thought I was lying about this. I did figure that out solely because Nexus was one of my vocabulary words for that week. That's I was not smart. I was not being smart at all. I just, it was one of my vocab words and I was like, my vocab words. And I was like, oh my God, like that's so cool. And then I was like, wait, like that's really interesting actually. I think that actually makes a lot of sense. And so of course I went to Bird and I was like, Bird, oh my gosh. And I was like, this is crazy. And I thought, I thought I was like, I was the shit that day. Um, I thought I was really cool. Um, and I think I talked to Bird about talking to Taylor. Um, and then obviously that was a mistake. Um, I think that this conversation happened maybe the cycle before. I might be wrong. But I think the conversation with him happened earlier and then he called me out for it later. Um, but um, I'm trying to think. I remember talking to him about it. And then I said something, and then I took a while to respond after he responded to me, and he just assumed that I was talking to Bird. I can't remember, but I genuinely do think that I was driving back home from school when that happened. Um, so the gap, I don't, like, I, I do remember talking to Bird about it, but I tried my very best to make sure there wasn't a gap for that specific thing, because I didn't want it to look suspicious. But I did have to, I, I was driving at some point during that day or during that like short conversation. Um, so yeah, I kind of made the mistake of telling him. I don't remember if um, it was technically second on my trust rankings. I remember Jordan was up there for a bit, but I'm pretty sure at the time that I would have put him second to Bird um, just because our timing worked out really well because he would wake up. Um, I, I don't know why I remember this, but I get. I think he was, like liked writing like horror stuff and for some reason he was psychotic and would wake up at 4 a.m his time um because i think he was like in california um he would wake up at 4 a.m his time to write creepy stories (laughs) and like besides that i was up at seven my time for school and so when i was like going to school and like i like always like 
um took a really long time like getting ready and like i would drink coffee and stuff so i was always really bored in the mornings and he was the only person who would message um or one of the only people i think that was like awake that early and so i like feel like or i felt like that i had really bonded with him and i didn't really trust him and so he was the only person i really wanted to tell um and it didn't go great <laughs> i don't remember exactly where everything went wrong but i do remember him coming to me at some point and being like saying something like i don't want to work with you anymore and i was like i can't work with you anymore and i was like what and then actually no i remember him saying something about me and bird or something like being really big threats and i was like well just because we did good on like one challenge i was like doesn't mean that we're threats and i kind of understood what he meant but i was like trying to do anything i could so that if he wanted to take it back and just not like start anything that we could just like keep this one vote chill like if he would just have like backtracked i gave him multiple op or not that that makes that sounds a lot worse than this sound i tried really hard to give opportunities at the beginning where like like to like not have him like call me out um just because i really wanted to vote out may very badly and so he was like you and bird are really big threats and i was like well we just did good on one challenge like it's fine he's like no like like socially or something like that i don't really remember it well and i was like oh it's awkward um sorry um and then he was like um god i'm trying to remember i think he did say the thing about not wanting to work with me and i was like i I still tried to take it back i think that and i was just kind of like no like it's like it's fine like we can still work together even though i did like okay on one challenge because i just kept trying to like throw it under the rug i was like please like don't do this right now um then we did that right then and um i obviously probably one of um my least favorite moments at orgs that did not have to do with like actually genuinely creepy people um taylor was just he i just i really enjoyed talking to him and i hated the fact that it went that way um but it did just turn into like a big argument like of like accusing each other of things and i was just so stressed out because i was so loyal to bird and i i didn't want to have to admit their advantage but like i knew something but like he was completely convinced that it was me and i was like i was like i promise you i like i don't have anything and like i'm worse at keeping my or i'm better at keeping other people's secrets than my own so i was like please please don't like make me like please don't make me tell you this right now um and i was like just like like if you think it's bird go ask bird don't don't like sit here and like pester me about it um and it just kind of went on and on and i think that part of my problem was where it was my first org and i hadn't really had conflicts i didn't really realize how intense they could get Mm-hmm. And so, especially within, like, this is our second vote. Like, that's crazy, like, for, like, our tribe. And I was like, this should not be a, this should not be a thing right now. Um, but, yeah, I was just, I was very stressed out about that entire conversation. And I don't remember a lot of it, to be honest. Um, but I just blocked it all out. But I do hate that it happened and hate everything that went down with it very stressful uh yeah so let's see here um so this all happened like the afternoon of the 12th 
which uh, tribal was the 13th. So this would have been the day after uh, the challenge. Um, and he kind of confronts you about the ability for people to be able to talk across, you know, tribal lines or whatever. Um, which, like, it was, um, as far as I'm aware, at that moment in time, uh, totally uh, a, like, no evidence to back it up. Like, just mostly suspicion and small coincidences and things. He cites um, that a moment where you said something to him about, like, hey, let me t- I want to tell you about this thing. And then you disappeared for like five minutes and he was like oh yeah you were totally going to like double check with bird or double check with whoever was on the other tribe that you, you know how to phrase that something or this that and the other um and so the best part in this sequence from from my pers- from my perspective anyway is uh so that all happened in like the afternoon about six hours or so later um, Taylor, uh, who had kind of become closer to Nay, is in their DM, and she's like, "Hey, I just found a neural link." <laughs> and yeah, he's like, "What are you talking about?" And she's like, "Okay, so <laughs> this is what a neural link is, yada yada yada." And it just like, uh, you know, everything that he'd suspected immediately confirmed, basically, like whatever the case may be like he kind of has it all sort of pieced together because of that discovery that she makes which is just absolutely fascinating from like a coincidental time point st- stand thanks nay yeah thank you um and so you know he and then like he goes to spenjamin um I think, I'm trying to find the timeline exactly. Um, so Spenjman, the next day, so this is the day of tribal council, and he tells Spenjman, I was like, who would bird contact? And I was like, oh, the fucking other person named after an animal, Bramble Cat, which like is a ridiculous reason, but somehow backs himself into like the correct answer, which is just insanity yeah (laughs) yeah i don't i'm i don't even know like that just that entire like thing was just so weird and i don't know like i obviously with that part after i do kind of feel bad because everyone was like you're like that that's the craziest thing like why would you ever like think that because they're named after two animals that they would like connect with each other which yeah, it was really crazy, but he was right. And he wasn't right for the right reason. Which... But he was right. <laughs> yeah, he... In his episode that we talked, he said, like, the first thing he did when he gets voted out of the game is goes and, like, one, <laughs> sees all the neural links, um, but two, <laughs> sees Bird and Bramblecat, and, like, literally the first message Bramblecat sends in that channel is, I thought it would be fun for the bird and the cat to have our own DM. <laughs> it's just, like... In, it's so bad it's ridiculous um but okay so like you said um this sort of 24 to like 30 hour period of time very very accusation heavy 
from both from all directions really oh 100 percent um uh <laughs> and uh you know it it the <laughs> so from us our standpoint so we had mirth going to tribal council on the 12th and euphoria was going the day after so we're mostly focusing on handling mirth's vote um before worrying about your tribe uh which was tough with how messy and chaotic your tribe was being um you're welcome (laughs) we also were juggling the fact that we were hiding um uh spectating advantages uh for both tribes during this point of time uh which were, um, we I think three in each in each tribe that would let you vi- visit and and watch the other tribe. Your Euphoria tribe only found two of them, which were I believe was you and Benjamin. I think. Yeah, I think so. I, I know at least I did, but I can't exactly remember who I was with. But yeah. that I think that makes sense. Yes. Um, so I guess we'll start here before we move on to your own vote. Uh, you get to watch Mirth go through a relatively boring tribal council. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was actually, I was just happy I found an advantage, um, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I I was really excited that I did something, even though I think I found probably like the easiest thing ever. Um, but I was really happy I found it and super pumped to go check in on how um, my bestie SMM was doing. Um, it turns out it was the most boring tribal council I think ever. Um, it was, I just, I don't even remember who got voted out. Um, but we kind of just, okay. We kind of just went, witnessed it, left. Me and Benjamin were like, damn, that was boring. Um, <laughs> and I think the most exciting part about that was just the fact that I got an advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, if it would have played over again, I don't know if it would have been worth like I probably would have still went for it just for the like the excitement of it. I just don't feel like it's worth any game sense just because like if people realize that you can command hunt, even though I couldn't, so it would have been a lie, but people think you can command hunt and then you get like an advantage off of it, then like I just feel like that those like chances of someone like thinking about that and associating it with you are not worth tribal that you're gonna find out the results of anyway like you're not figuring out tribe dynamics really or most of the time just because like people don't usually give away um like who they're close to inside of big chats um so like you don't really find out anything unless you're you spectated ours and then you found out everything (laughs) right so like that's the thing right like you (laughs) you and benjamin show up it's just boring generic answers to my questions a very straightforward unanimous jimmy vote um and like you said you probably don't gain a lot from that uh and then on the flip side the the three people uh who get to spectate your tribal council they get all the dirt yeah and then i think smm was there wasn't he yeah i think it was smm choco and wax question mark yeah i i do remember being like i remember being so stressed out that boat because specifically smm was watching he was the only person i really got to talk to um because me and wax obviously didn't communicate much um but i was just like so embarrassed i was like this is horrible and not only like obviously we'll get more into that but like it kind of sucked not just because i thought i was gonna get voted out but like 
I obviously didn't look great because I, I wasn't being great. Um, it was not the best moment for me. Like I like I had bad game moments where I said dumb shit or like base cadets where it was just messy. But like the Taylor vote was the only time where I felt like a bad person. And I hated that other people had to witness that. And then the game had to keep going. Um, so especially people from the other tribe um, who, even, like, even like SMM, I was kind of worried about because I already liked him. I didn't want him to change his mind about me. But I also didn't want, like, Beans and Wax to, like, that to be, like, their first, like, real, like, notice of me, I guess, for me to have this huge blowout with this guy um, in the middle of tribe. Like, it was, that's the messiest tribal, like, probably I've ever been to, but mostly because it was, like, so condensed into the live like format if it had been spread out maybe not quite as much but where it was so condensed it was so messy and it was just very embarrassing i guess <laughs> yeah uh, yeah I, I don't i don't disagree uh so let's let's kind of figure out how we get to that point um you so you know you have these accusations you get Taylor confirming it with nay that neural links exist and like starting to piece together the puzzles. I think that's around the time when he, um, I don't know if he ever fully believed it was you or he just kind of like was saying it was you to you to like kind of make you admit something or, you know, whatever interrogation tactic, whatever. Um, but I think at that somewhere after that point, he, pretty much unanimously switches it to like oh no i think it's bird i think bird has whatever the thing is um and so obviously though bird is immune and that means that if taylor's voting against you and bird taylor's voting against you uh which is kind of scary definitely <laughs> so definitely definitely so i guess like i don't know what did you and, and I, I, I kind of feel like the answer to this question is more so that more was so, basically that you weren't. But like, what were you thinking in terms of like getting through this situation, period? Like, and I, I feel like I'm not answering asking the question the way I want to. But I guess um, like obviously the situation goes from very much like a strategic uh, game type of thing to ultimately a lot more than that. And the further it got, it felt like the less sanity and mental brain power was being used by everyone involved. Um, uh, which like I get, like it happens, I understand. I'm not like judging everyone for what happened, but um, I don't know, like was it, how did it feel from your point of view? Was it something that was just constantly escalating and you just were trying to keep up? Or was there a point where you wanted to really de-escalate things and it just wasn't working? Or I don't know if you can remember how that went for you. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I do try not to like think about it that much. So it is probably something I don't have the best memory of. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do remember, like, at, like I said at the very beginning, I was trying to de-escalate it in a way that, like, kind of just, like, covered up, like, game-wise, and then, like, could be a problem for the next round. And then, or, like, hopefully, like, merge, and I could just, like, like, if Mirth was, um, had less numbers, could flip it or something like that, and then it would be 
um, a lot more manageable. But um, I think it just got emotional really fast because of me. Um, obviously, I've talked to Taylor since then, um, and me and Taylor are on completely good terms. But I do think it was just a bad situation for me because I don't handle that stuff well. Um, and I didn't expect to have to handle it in a game like this um, just because I, I really I really didn't know what to expect coming into it. And I didn't really think about that. But um, when I talked to Taylor, um, I don't think he realized how emotional it had gotten, even if, like, I think we just, like, read our language, like, completely different. And I, like, obviously, it, that I think that was, was some of the problem. We just both saw it very differently. And he was having a lot of fun, with, like, with, like the, like, the intensity and stuff like that for a bit. And, like, I just, I don't handle that as well. Um, so I think, like... I caused a lot of that by just being like a very emotional person. Um, and I think just like the specific way it like went about was just like very stressful for me. Um, and I, I do think that I don't really know. I don't feel like I explained it well in like confessionals and stuff. Cause like I wasn't super worried about it. Um, but I like it. Like, I think that some people, um were under the impression that like i was like trying to like milk the situation a bit so that like to like kind of gain favor like in the game like i think people said that like i was going to bird like like making it more dramatic so that bird felt bad for me i wasn't trying to do that like there was no part of me that was like oh yes i'm going to try my best to paint him as a horrible person so that i can do better in this game like i just was genuinely that stressed out about it um but like after the situation if i had been in the situation with like a clear head i would not have felt those things mm -hmm. but because i handled it so poorly i feel like i experienced the situation in a different way than i would have if i was calmer um which was the reason it escalated so much um and yeah i feel like when i was just trying to navigate it i like i kind of just it's one of those situations where you like forget that like people are watching and everybody's going to watch and everyone's going to judge. And it's especially harder when like I was 17 and everyone in the lounge was like quite a bit older than me. Um, or at least like, at least people were like my age that I am now. And even now I feel like I would have handled that a lot better. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it was, I didn't really think about the fact that so many people would be watching it. And I think like after that settled in, I was like, wow, a lot of people just witnessed this. It was like, just like, like I said earlier, embarrassing, um, really stressful. Um, and just the fact that the game did have to go on. Like, I'm glad that I didn't get voted out then. And that was like the end for me. Mm -hmm. But I also like hated that it had to keep going. And I had to keep like, deal with the fact that that was how I got further in the game like i wish it would have just been like like i think now if that would have happened i feel like i would have like how taylor was having more fun with it at first um and like genuinely just saw it as like a fun part of the game i think now i would i would genuinely have a really good time with it like i would think it was i would be impressed um at how he did figure it out i'd probably be like a little pissed but like <laughs> not like emotionally breaking down over it but during the situation 
I was not doing well. Um, definitely not think, thinking straight. Um, not not having the best time. Uh, but it's it's okay now, I feel like. So I do wish that I, there were so many different ways I would have handled it if I were to do that again. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think there aren't a lot of ways that you could have handled it worse. <laughs> and I would extend that. <laughs> and I wouldn't say that that's just applying to you. I would say um, that uh, other people could have handled things better as well. Because, um, you know, for... And it's kind of, you know, when you... You, you mentioned how... Um, the two of you having these conversations, you were constantly like misreading each other in the sense that like it is so tough to hear tone and hear um you know emotion behind text when somebody sends you a message. And you know, it's maybe easier when you're able to send, you know, fifteen thousand messages back and forth with like Bird, you get an idea of how they talk and what they sound like and you know when they say something that could you know be construed as mean that it's a joke uh, after you know talking to them for long enough and sometime but like you know with taylor uh you, you know it was a case of i think both of you not having a full grasp on that type of um relationship with each other to know like how you each really felt about things and it you know i know he both of you uh at times like during this part of the game were like in your confessionals like asking me and other members of production about like the circumstances and like what was going on and how things were being interpreted and how you were coming across uh, to the other person and things that and the other thing and like is everything okay and this and so forth um, and then, you know, you have this, cause I think like on your side, it ends up being a reaction that is a lot more, um, dramatic and reactionary than it probably would be if it happened to you now. Uh, and I think on his side, um, for all the perhaps like joy and like fun he's having with the quote-unquote like fighting portion of it like i think he does take that far enough that it becomes harder to distinguish that like it's not like a super serious like i hate you and more like oh i hate you you suck like he he pushes that line really far as far as he can really um and obviously in the circumstance too far uh <laughs> so it it's really weird because you know me sitting here and like i read all these messages multiple times and had to like try to do that mental gymnastics in my own head of like okay well you know how accurate and how much truth is there to this accusation okay how much truth is there to this accusation how much truth is there to this message or that message or you know and then you're like you're kind of like comparing it against like okay well you're saying this to Taylor. What are you going and then saying to Bird? And like, how do those two perspectives like compare to each other? And like, what is Taylor then going and saying to Nay? And how did those two perspectives compare to each other? And then what are you both saying in your confessionals? And like, 
that's supposed to be the place where you're fully honest about what's going on and what you're thinking. Is it though? Like it's not always the case for everybody that that's true. And it's really, really tough to parse language from people that you don't know super well. And it can, like in this instance, lead to scenarios that, you know, may have been contentious in general, but become much more contentious given the type of situation you're in. You're playing a social strategy game with each other online where you have to vote people out. Um, and also people people you don't know very well at this point. We're only, you know, like 12 days into the game, 13 days into the game. It's still relatively early. Um it's a lot. It's very overwhelming. It's very. It's a very high pressure situation uh, that that can be very difficult to handle. No, definitely. I think there's also like a problem that I realized looking at at it after the game, um, and like trying to do that little skim through the lounge before <laughs> my feelings were too hurt that I stopped. But um, one thing that I realized was it was hard because words have a definition, and then they also have like like a uh, connotation behind them i guess mm-hmm. and like but also like how different people view different words and i do think that i talked about this with some people after the game that like s- like some words have different meanings like generationally so like some like words that might have like stronger meanings like obviously i don't want to go down this entire loophole um <laughs> but it was really weird to me um that like people like in my generation we use like the term gaslighting like like a lot easier then when I remember Jordan came to me and was like, hey, like this, I, I think I'm pretty sure it was with that. And she was like, I, I don't like this because of this reason. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like it is just seen differently by different people. Um, and even if like the exact definition, technically, like with the definition, we were both gaslighting each other. We were both trying to like say our truth like a million times so that the other person thought that a different thing and lying and stuff lying and manipulating and gaslighting have blurry lines and i think that the meaning that they're held with different people makes that really hard especially when it comes to um people who were raised in different times and so like i feel like i haven't really ran into that problem as much when i'm just talking to other teenagers because we're all like on like we're all on like active online and we all see things online in like the same like we have like the same like feeds for things Mm. so like we all see things similarly especially or like in person like i hadn't been on orgs before so i had only interacted with people basically like my age in real life in like a small rural town rural town so when like it comes to people of a lot of different ages interacting from like all across the world I feel like there are things that just hold different meanings that you don't really realize. And so I, I think that was just something I specifically was not careful enough um, just because I didn't understand how that worked, I guess. I don't know if that makes any sense, No, but I, I do think that caused some problems. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, it's something that I've seen and experienced outside of Alliance and, and outside of orgs, outside of discord, what have you. Um, you know, it's as simple as, you know, you can look at uh, the way there are so many terms that older generations use 
that are now like not okay to use. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that I won't say. Um, there are words that you know people in other countries that speak English use that like we don't use in America in, yes. in the United States um, because of the meaning they have here is very different than the meaning they have over there. Um, and and like I mean those are pretty straightforward and easy things to recognize and i think more often than not the the sort of outcome and fallout from those types of um dis differences lead people to be more cautious and more careful with how they say things um but i think those types of concerns are really things you mature into right like i didn't have those concerns when i was your age uh, I'm sure I said a lot of things I shouldn't have said when I was your age. I know I did in college. Uh, so like, you know, I, that was 10 years ago. <laughs> I'm older now. I've changed. I've matured. Uh, maybe not changed, but like I've matured. I see things differently. I recognize things differently. And, you know, that's not to say that everyone my age feels the same way I do. Obviously they don't. And that's not to say everybody your age feels the same way you do. Because obviously they don't. People mature at different rates and in different environments and about different things. Um, and so I've totally experienced this thing where people who are younger than me throw out the term gaslight all the time for a lot of different reasons that I don't necessarily agree with, um, which is ultimately fine. Like, that's kind of the beauty like as a writer like language is beautiful for the simple fact that people can mean a lot of different things with the same words it's also like sucks i hate it it's like one of the worst things about language <laughs> as a writer <laughs> in how the same thing can mean like a dozen different things it, it's confusing and problematic for a lot of different reasons that i kind of already said um and so you know it's it's a frustrating <laughs> it's a frustrating thing ultimately and a hard one i don't think it's ever going to really change right like you know we you know how many years what you you have this period of time in history where um, a word is casually acceptable and then there's a period of time where a word becomes incredibly offensive and then there's a period of time where that same word becomes like reclaimed by a group that used to be offended by it when other or i mean still is generally offended by it when other people say it but now says it themselves and like takes more ownership over that word and its meaning and what it how it sounds and and like the evolution of language in and of itself is kind of fascinating and where it's happening constantly all the time um like how many I don't know. I feel like there's a bajillion words that kind of get invented and phrases and, you know, computer speak and, uh, you know, Zoomer, Boomer language. Like uh, even that, those words themselves are like words that just kind of came out of the sky one day. And now they're like <laughs> engraved in the lexicon of everybody who we all know what they mean now. It's really scary <laughs> how quick that sort of thing happens. Um and so, yeah, like, I, I definitely remember um, the term gaslighting being used uh, within the game. I remember being used in the lounge. Um, 
I don't know that there's like a right or wrong answer. Like, I think the obvious thought is that, you know, when it's, it's kind of like, it feels similar to the way people are slowly more, more treating like someone's pronouns where, you know, you either ask them upfront what they are or, you know, they have a role or whatever if you're on Discord. Um, or if you don't know, you you kind of default to a they, them, or you can pick one. And then if you're wrong, hopefully the person just corrects you and you move about your day. Uh, and so, like, if you say something that, like, Jordan, you know, comes to you and is like, hey, like, I don't like that you're using that term about to mean this. Like, that's not how I feel it makes sense. Like, or whatever she says. Um, yeah, I mean, then you just, you know, you acknowledge that somebody else hears and sees a word differently than you hear and see a word. And then you figure out a way to move past it and whatever, go from there, I guess. Um, Yeah, definitely. I think it's just kind of like, you kind of have to be aware of the fact that people might accept things differently. And like, so there's like kind of a balance between just like being very conscious of like what you're saying and like also being conscious that like people might not mean the same things. Like, especially on discord where like you're saying people from different countries there are a lot of words that like i when i got on discord and i was like what like why did somebody just say that like that's crazy that they just said that and like no one's even like batting an eye at it and then i'm like oh like that doesn't really mean the same thing for them but it's still like i feel like there's it's really hard to have a balance between telling someone like don't say that that i don't like that Mm-hmm. and then also but like also accepting that like they're not trying to say anything wrong but i feel like both are like i don't know you kind of i feel like both are kind of valid reactions um but i just wish that i had been more careful with my words because of that just because i was so like unaware of it um i do remember before that even happened the term was thrown around in the lounge. And I remember going back after the season and like, I don't know. It was just a little bit weird to me that like people were using it in the lounge and like in a like accusatory sense, like it wasn't like a joking, I don't feel like, but then like certain people also decided that it was like really, really wrong to use it. But then almost the same people were also using it at other people and it was just really confusing um the entire situation even postseason it's just it's a whole situation yeah yeah i mean like i google i I search for gaslight in the server it comes up 103 times (laughs) like uh yeah seems like too many times but like when you think about like kind of like you said like gaslighting for a lot of people means like lying or uh maybe to a slightly stronger degree like trying to convince somebody something that's not true Um, i mean i learned about it like in school like it's like a term that i use in school in an academic sense mm -hmm. so like i don't know if that was like something that other people had or not but like i learned it when I was learning about fallacies like and like like we didn't even talk about like what like went along with that we just like we just used it to describe things and so I don't know it was it was really weird to 
witness, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I, you know, obviously, it, so for me, it as someone who's watched a lot of movies, I know it from the movie <laughs> that it is named, that the word is derived from, or I guess the movie's from a play, so it's technically from a play, but they made a movie about it. That's how I know about it. It's called Gaslight. Um, and like the whole perfect premise of this movie is that this guy is convincing this woman that um, like he's doing something like nefarious or like sneaky. And what he's doing is causing the gas lights outside their house to dim at certain points. Like it's super innocuous on the face of it. And he convinces her that like she comes to him and says like, hey, do you know why these lights are dimming? And he's like, they're not dimming. And he and like the course of the movie is him convincing her that like it's all in her head that she's going crazy and that she can't trust what her eyes are telling her. And ultimately, like that's kind of where the movie takes you. It, it's uh, confronting that sort of uh, perception and and the that somebody else challenging reality that you're seeing with your own eyes. But that's not the only definition that's not even like the more modern definition of the word um you know it has its it has a very significant root in manipulation which is absolutely a thing that is happening in survivor and games based on survivor 24 <laughs> 7 right like that's part of the game yes, exactly um, yeah you know and so you know that's there's a reason why it becomes so murky there's also a good reason why different people are going to have a different reaction to the word being used um and so uh you know <laughs> that's you know you use this in a if you say it in a server where you know the oldest person is bird's age <laughs> it's probably not going to be quite as contentious as a server where there are people two to three to four times your age also like keeping up actively, um, which is, you know, has its benefits, has its um, downsides and so forth. Definitely. I think that was a little bit of um, a, not a common thing, but something that happened a few times without within the season that like, it was just weird. I don't know. I guess like in orgs, you're not on different levels than anyone else. Like just because I'm trying to think who, well, I guess like Bram was the older, the oldest person on my season. There wasn't like an actual like hierarchy there of like, they were like in a higher position than me the entire time. Like obviously like strategy wise and social, like social threat wise, different situation but like we're all on like even playing ground at the very least you want to talk about like from the beginning like we're all like the same like in the same roles as players mm -hmm. and so i think it's, oh, it's it was a weird situation for me interacting with adults like that for the first time because in real life like obviously i interact with my parents but my parents are in <laughs> A position of authority to me i interact with my grandparents who are also in some kind of a position of authority to me and like teachers and any kind of family like they're i i really haven't had any situations where like i talk i'm talking to someone who is like over the age of like 20 as an equal like that just wasn't like 
I, I just had never done that before until orgs. Like, it wasn't, like, a thing that I thought about. But, like, oh, I would be friends with someone, like, who was that much older than me. Like, it just wasn't a thing that happened. And so I think it it was weird um, and being perceived by people in, like, an equal light almost. And that sounds really weird because obviously, like, like I, I, I am happy about that because I think that's cool. But it was definitely weird being, like, judged the same amount as people would judge another adult in the exact same position as me. And I think that was something I didn't get used to at first playing orgs, especially jumping into um, Alliance, which does have like more adults in it than probably any other org I've played. I've been like Red Panda, I think has similar, a similar lounge. Um, But yeah, I think that was just like a thing that I was not used to yet. Um, But I I definitely think I, I, I got, it a little bit more by the end. <laughs> a little too late. Yeah, uh, there were eight people on your season who were thirty or older, and yeah. four teenagers. Uh, one of which was the first boot <laughs> trip. <laughs> yep. Um, which just left you, uh, Spenjamin and SMM. So yeah, yeah. It. Uh, I fully get that. It's definitely. I, it's weird because like I think that for me like my first experience feeling like um, for bad, lack of a better word an adult uh, happened in college and I think that's probably true for most people um, and uh, everyone kind of goes through it a little bit differently and so I am not surprised <laughs> that it was kind <laughs> of um weird to be on that playing same sort of level playing field with uh older people and like not just that like not just like us production treating everybody the same but like you know you'd have you know know, obviously your interactions with smm are going to be different than your interactions with bird or that are going to be different with your interactions with waxler but like at the end of the day, like you're, you know, at, as at final, especially once we get to the merge, like you're all one in 11 or how many people there are like one in 10. It's that's how many people are left. And you're one of those people just as Bramble Cat is one of those people, regardless of how old you are. And Bramble Cat is going to have like Bramble Cat or Cord or Waxler or is going to come to you and be like, hey, I want you to work with me. And, and, you know strategize with you and treat you like i want to know your thoughts on this thing i want you to you know we are on the same playing field or maybe depending on the circumstances like i'm below you and i'm twice your age because you have more power in this game than i do type of situation like that's a really bizarre (laughs) microcosm of a thing um because here you have taylor who is uh you know significantly older than you and you're going to get the better of him in terms of the game at the end of this vote and have him voted out uh so like that's a really (laughs) strange sort of uh uh, finishing touch on this quote-unquote saga uh that the two of you are going to experience over like two days um 
very very fascinating in my mind <laughs> but like obviously uh can be traumatic in the moment yeah, definitely didn't handle it well in, in the moment, but I think looking back on it, um, I honestly, I'm pretty okay with it um, just because I think Taylor knows that my intentions were not bad. Like, I think, like, the first thing I did after the season ended was, like, DM Taylor and just being like, I'm so, like, sorry. Like, I don't know if, like, obviously I wasn't aware if he, like, read my confessional. Um, and I, I stressed a lot about that right after. Like, I think, like, there was like there was like a part of me that was like did not want to keep playing like i would have very much liked to quit a little bit and i just i really didn't i did not want to keep going um just because i was so stressed out about how the entire situation went um but i don't know afterwards i talked to him about it i feel like like he didn't he didn't even seem like really that stressed about it at all um and I, obviously his opinion is the one that I care about the most with that situation because I, it was him I was directly impacting. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I, I don't want anyone else to have been hurt by it, but I feel like he was definitely like the main target. So if anyone was going to be hurt by it, it was going to be him. And so I feel like once I knew for sure that um, like me and him were still on good terms and he wasn't like never going to play orgs again because of me or anything like that. I'm really glad that, um, I'm really glad that he was okay after it. Um, and I'm, I'm really glad he got a second chance. I'm not going to lie. I didn't spectate, but I know that he was casted for the returnee and I'm, I was just like so happy because I, it was like directly my fault that he got voted out and, I'm glad that he got to play again, especially with Alliance, because I feel like it, it, it is such a it would be such a sad org to get out on early, especially when you care a lot about the game. I know a lot of like um first booths like aren't super active, like Trip. Um Tremok wasn't the most active person. Um, but when you do really want to play, I feel like Alliance is such like a sad one to miss out on. And so I'm glad he got another chance. Yes, I mean, I mean, if, if things had turned out the opposite direction, we probably would have been asking you. <laughs> I am still a little bit glad they did not go in the opposite direction. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, I'm just trying to keep up with where we're at um, in your confessional as well. Uh, uh, you asked us at one point to deactivate your DM with Taylor. Um, Something we had done only, we've still only done, I think, once in, in history, uh, which was back in Mojo Desert. We deactivated DMs at, at the request of FMLCAT. Um, but uh, you ultimately decide not to do that. Um, and uh, so, I, okay, so now, given everything that's going on with Taylor, what are you, how are you, from a game perspective, like, approaching this with bird and people who are not taylor to make the vote happen i was just i just remember stressing to everyone i was just being completely upfront about my emotions to everybody which was not really the best thing to do um i think it's 
good to feel your emotions in private sometimes, which is not something I had learned, um, especially in a game where you're going to be heavily like perceived by every single person um, in the game, out of the game, everything. Um, and so I think I was just trying my best to like, make it clear that like i wasn't a threat like he was saying um i didn't like i didn't know what he was talking about with the stuff he was coming to me with um without throwing bird under the bus because i feel like i could have fixed a lot of that situation with just being like yeah bird has the length and like like we can't vote them out this round but like like i i will tell you that to like get trust or whatever and i feel like i could have done that and i i I don't regret not doing that. Like, I don't think I would do that regardless. Um, but just trying to like make sure people trusted me. Um, I do remember, I think I remember talking to like Spinjamin and Steph specifically because um, Bird was like pretty confident in the like miniature alliance that we have with Jordan and Maddie, which on a whole other note, I'm just very confused by the existence of that like deal um but that can be another conversation if you would like um but like they were really confident in the four of us voting together and i was like i don't i don't know man um turns out i was correct but anyways i didn't know um i was kind of relying on bird to have the say in jordan and maddie because i feel like it wasn't a secret that they were closer to the two of them than i was um especially maddie I don't think I had a lot of conversations with Maddie either. Um, and then, so with Stefan, Spinjamin, or no, there was May, but I was not really, I wasn't, I wasn't going to fight that one, to be honest. Um, not too hard, at least. Um, but I think that, like, me and Steph had hit it off well enough where it was just, like, I think that, like, it wasn't super hard to, like, convince her I was clean and, like, please vote with me. Um, but it got a lot more complicated when he was, like, telling people, I have an idol and you better write down her name with me. Um, because that, I mean, I, I would potentially fall for that because, like, you, you don't want it to be your name and you don't want to be on the wrong side of the votes, especially with someone who, like, he was, like, building himself up as a big power just by, like, having a presence that vote um just because no one had really been that loud until the two of us were so like i and I, I feel like he was being more direct with other people i was kind of going to be like the bros and this crazy that this is happening i promise like i'm innocent i don't have any kind of advantage but he was like taking information to people which holds a lot more weight and so when this guy who is like showing how much like he has in this game is like saying he has an idol and you don't want to be at the bottom of the you don't want to be on the bottom of the votes then like i definitely don't blame people for being really stressed out i don't even i don't blame jordan for like um being nervous about that and flipping like that's chill i get it um but i was definitely just trying to convince people that like they shouldn't vote me anyway just because like i don't know even though it was very valid it would have been va valid of them to have done that um i just was like saying whatever i could to make them either think that it wouldn't matter if they were on the bottom of the vote 
um, and just like give me a chance anyway. Like I promise he's voting my name. So like you're not going to be sent home. You, the worst case from the bottom of the votes, which sucks. But like I like if you like give me this chance. Or um, on the flip side, trying to mean like no, he doesn't have an idol because why would he just not mention the idol? Stuff like that. Um, but obviously, like obviously, my game was not good that round. Um, was not played very well at all. Yeah. You, you can be honest. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. No. It was. It was rough. It was. Um, <laughs> It, it's tricky because like it's when you look at it in the grand scheme of like your tribe you have you and Taylor who are uh, who, whichever one of you survives this vote uh, is almost guaranteed to be in a worse position than they were like two days before this um, yep. you have Bird who is again regardless of who survives this vote going to receive some sort of like splash damage from this fallout uh, you have uh, Jordan, who flips and ends up in the minority of the vote, probably putting her in a much worse position than she was before this. Uh, but then, and you have Nay, I guess, who was also on the wrong side of this vote, um, who was already not in a great position, as you kind of said, you or what feels like two hours ago, uh, she was probably the vote um, if this hadn't kind of exploded, uh, which I think is true um, from what I've heard so far. Uh, who may be the only person who like actually came away with a slightly better position in the game, <laughs> all of this considered. Uh, but what's most interesting to me is like the Maddie, Spenjamin, Steph uh, group who, relative to everyone else, like didn't really get involved in things um, and were just kind of there chilling in the background. Uh which I would have expected to, and I think in, in Steph's case really helped a lot in terms of her, the way people viewed her and um, her ability to kind of like slip by under the radar and get to the end of the game after this. Um, obviously that didn't happen for Spenjamin or Maddie, but uh, it definitely is interesting to kind of see just this, implosion <laughs> of the only person who theoretically like improved uh, who like improved their position in the game between like the 10th and the 12th or I guess the 11th and the 13th of October was Nay who just turns around and gets voted out in the very next tribal <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> you know and uh, also further complicated by the fact that like you'd out you, you know you'd outperformed mirth so handily pre-merge um you were up two people on them uh by the end of this uh having voted out two people to their four uh, ultimately it'll be four to three but like they had to they've been cutting off limbs twice as often as you have and like they're fine <laughs> they're all yeah cool and your group of you know extra people is just like i don't know tearing your hair out <laughs> here at this your second yeah. um and like that's awesome from like a viewer standpoint in a in a nutshell but um just very strange just very weird and uh you know but i i do think that like this is the type of scenario where 
you really get to see how good a player is by how they react to this type of situation um and so like uh in some cases the best reaction may have been no reaction at all like i feel steph had um or i think bird uh also reacted really well to this but actually had a reaction actually like used this as part of their game and and figured out a way to take the next few steps um keeping what just happened front of mind uh and uh used it as a way to keep their bond with you to improve their bond with jordan uh to develop a bond with steph um you know it maybe impacted a couple of you in terms of like what it meant for you at the merge when that arrives like okay uh some people might have realized that they can't really uh play the game (laughs) with this group of people let's look at the other tribe and see who we can work with over there um (laughs) you know bird can talk to bramble cat and like i don't know how i'm curious to see what they'll say uh how like legitimate they really were they considered you know actually working with bramble cat at the merge which doesn't actually really happen um at least not at first so uh it it sucks absolutely in the moment um but it provides it 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 helps give the it gives everybody like character growth i guess if you want to call it that (laughs) which is always yeah always welcome in these games no, definitely. I think um, I do think honestly that Jordan handled it well, but I don't think that she thought she did in the future or some of the lounge did because like she did come and tell me that she voted me. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like that was probably the best thing she could have done to maintain. Like I, I really was not like mad at her whatsoever. I didn't hold that against her. If anything, I would have like said that I did in the future like say like if I like um ended up at like FTC I feel like I could have tried to like excuse voting her out based off of that but in reality I did not hold any of it against her and I very much understood where she was coming from and I think that it just like relaxed me so much just knowing where that other vote came from Mm -hmm. and that it was someone who still wanted to work with me despite what happened that round so honestly, after that, I feel like I had more trust in her, which maybe didn't help her as much game-wise because obviously I was not in like a place to like pick who was going out the next round. But I would have defended her had it came to her next round because of my trust in her, um, which also does not age well. Nothing in this <laughs> org ages well. Yeah, we'll wow. we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right so you in your confessional leading up to tribal starting uh you were very concerned that taylor had garnered enough votes to make you the the person going home um how uh i don't know if you could like kind of try to remember like what odds you might have given yourself for actually surviving this trial were you fairly certain that you weren't going home was it kind of 50 50 um i think especially like 
in front of like the lounge and stuff i did not want to like act like i had better odds than i did even if i thought that i did just because um i I didn't want to look stupid like if i ended up going home and i had just been like oh yeah i'm gonna do great which ended up happening anyways um but i didn't want that to happen um god nothing ages well here this is horrible um but i would there's so many other orgs i would rather talk about my game because i feel like i played good sometimes and this i played so badly and i just here and talk about it but anyways i um honestly probably close to like 50 50 odds because i didn't think the chances of him having an idol were super high but i did have faith in enough people that they wanted to try and help me but I also did have faith in Jordan and she did vote me. So I shouldn't have been trusted to decide that anyway. Um, but I don't know. I did not give myself very good odds at best 50, 50, but I went into it very stressed. I remember um, telling bird by and like, but like not in like a super dramatic, like I'm about to be voted out way, but you could just tell there were just undertones of our messages. And then as soon as we got back, bird was like, I totally thought you were a goner. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and yeah. so I did not have a lot of faith. <laughs> All right. So let's let's finally get to tribal council. Um, and so here's where we kind of see the uh, <laughs> the clear, like, disparity between the viewpoints of everybody within your tribe. So I, I let you know that, like, you've got spectators. Fun. Um, just Just what you needed. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And you picked a great round to do that. <laughs> and then my first question was, how is everyone feeling? Just standard. I think I generally ask that most question, most night, uh, most tribals. And you've got Bird, who says sad. Jordan, I hate it. <laughs> Spengeman, also sad. You, it sucks. Maddie, I think everyone's <laughs> somber. Steph, every tribal sucks because it's sad. And Taylor says, incredible. This is fun. Like, yeah <laughs> just like night and day um <laughs> which is so I mean, bizarre i love that for him though yeah. i'm glad that he was having a good time that is such, that is such a fun thing about him though um he is a very exciting personality and i cannot take that away from him bad timing sometimes but i really do love it for him <laughs> And and then what Taylor uh, does something that I, especially when I'm in the process of hosting Tribal Council, absolutely love. Uh, it happened it happened a lot during Summit as well, which is I'm always coming from a position of I'm acting like I don't know anything that's happened. Right? All I know is you lost the challenge, or like the challenge results were what they are. Um, everything else I'm working off of is what you're telling me. So if you look at something like Board Game Gate and Summit, I didn't bring that up. I made the players bring it up. Or, as it turned out, the players were more than happy to bring it up on their own without me asking. <laughs> uh, and so Taylor uh, here um, really just takes the bait uh, on purpose, I, I would assume, to um, really immediately kind of bring up everything that's been going on in the past day or two. With, you know, Also, addressing SMM... <laughs> in the process to tell him 
that like, hey, it involves mirth as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then he drops the bird and Darcy have an alliance with Bramblecat via the neural link. And so it And this, he like adds other people too, doesn't he? Like he like guesses like who yes. it's with on the other side. And also possibly two other yeah, people. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Um and so uh which is really interesting because at this point, um, if I'm not mistaken, SMM has his own neural link. He found it before this tribal happened. Uh, he had not set it up with you yet, though. <laughs> and so uh, he's there. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember if Choco knew about Bramble's Neuralink or not. Um, I don't remember. Uh, and then um, Waxler, same same deal. Uh, he 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 already had his with Maddie, which was set up that earlier that day as well. So <laughs> two of the three people possibly all three of them knew that neural links were real and a thing and so all of a sudden like but they weren't something that had been talked about publicly yet at all until right now uh and so i'm just like this is perfect this is exactly what i wanted <laughs> i wanted to be able to freely like ask Thanks, you guys <laughs> about this stuff and um uh and so bird of course uh, says yes I have a neural link calling it a li- an alliance is a bit of a stretch um, uh, and then um, and then we get into everything that transpired before uh, with Bird saying I don't honestly I don't like people who bully my friends um, and then you and Taylor start talking back and forth at each other uh, not to at I would say is more accurate <laughs> Um, uh, gaslighting obviously comes up Jordan asks not to throw the word around Um, and so like this is where I'm trying to sort of not like calm everyone down exactly but just make sure we're all like I don't know trying to like agree on the facts of the thing and then getting opinions on those facts more so than like treating opinions as facts um, and then it continues, and then it continues, um, <laughs> and then it gets to be too much. Uh, and so for the first time, uh, I had to turn off everyone's permissions <laughs> to talk. That, that was a fir- that was the only time I've done that before. So <laughs> that was a record. It took about eighteen minutes. So. <laughs> Uh, twice yeah, we were as, really bad for talking. I, I mean, it took twice as long as it took you to like tell SMM that there was a bird bramble chat neural link. So, damn right. <laughs> <laughs> what a roast. Um, and so we don't right. have to talk about that. <laughs> so, oh, I and I I remember doing this in and like uh in like at the in the apartment trying to think like okay. Once I had shut off everyone's permissions, like I knew that if I hadn't done that, it would just kind of continue to spiral out of control and it wouldn't just be the two of you fighting. It would be everybody fighting, everybody watching, and it could have been progressively even worse than it would be otherwise. So, but after shutting things down, it was tricky to kind of summarize things in a way that took what everyone had said and stated um, 
and present that as neutrally as possible because like I'm not on anyone's side in this moment I'm just the curator of facts I guess as it were <laughs> um, so like Taylor says that there's a connection between the two tribes he singles out Bird, Darcy, and Bramble Bird says there's a connection with Bramble what that means we can debate um, obviously this is a conversation that has been going on for a while um, it sounds like it's infecting more than just Taylor and Darcy um, and then like a couple of questions like does this neural link affect the tribe in all at all uh, Darcy and Taylor if you both survive the vote can you coexist together for everyone else can you coexist with the two of them in the same tribe like um, I get the sense that there's varying levels of hostility and emotions and things like that not invalidating anybody's feelings um, but nobody here has all the facts which is obviously true um, and an ask for everyone to remain civil and so we open things back up quick like four or five minutes paused not that big a deal um, and I think after that things were much tamer <laughs> thankfully um, <laughs> and so I'm, I guess like as this kind of tribal council is unfolding uh, and sort of being a roller coaster in and of itself um, what uh, I don't know like how, how, how are you reacting to the trajectory of tribal is it changing or influencing how confident or uh, unconfident you are in like being voted out uh, and or your relationship with anybody else in the tribe um, I do think that as tribal went on, I was a little bit less sure. Um, obviously, I can't remember exactly. So kind of based off of, like what I would think now, um, I feel like it wasn't great that like, actually, I can't remember if before tribal started, if like we had aired out that bird did in fact have the advantage. And if everyone knew that by the time we went, um, because if people didn't know that and then they found out, I think that would definitely stress me out more because like, like, if they, like, thought that I did know about it and I told them I didn't and then they figured out that, like, it was there at Tribal, like, would they believe that I didn't know that it was there? Um, and also when Taylor um, sent our entire DMs, I think, from, like, almost the whole season, um, that really stressed me out just because I can't remember exactly, like, what was said, but, like, I don't think in any org, basically, every ever you would want your entire tribe plus three people from another tribe to read almost all of your DMs with one person. At a certain point, I really did trust, and then I immediately did not trust um, very quickly. Like, it was a sharp turn um, between someone seeing DMs with someone you might consider an ally to DMs that you would, like, consider someone who's not your ally, that you were actively trying to get out of the game. So I think as it kept going, I was increasingly more nervous about um what would be happening there and just honestly very stressed because i think probably for even like bird who didn't really have like the highest stakes in it was also fairly stressed i think it was just a not fun tribal to really be at and or maybe, actually maybe for some people it was still i think even if it was fun i think it'd be a stressful trouble so i think it just kind of kept getting worse <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was um yeah i know when when taylor posted like the 
the the copy paste of your dms i, I kind of just like sighed really heavily and rolled my eyes because like i didn't want that to happen during tribal um because one one i don't like it when people do that regardless two i felt like most people weren't going to read it given the context of where it was posted um so like i don't know what it gets him and I think, like, just by having this giant wall of text get posted in the middle of a conversation is not going to do anybody any favors. Certainly not going to win him any votes, in my opinion. Um, so, I don't know. I felt like it was kind of a meaningless thing for him to do that just kind of made things more confusing and frustrating at the end of the day. Um, yeah. I do think, like, there are a lot of good, like, questions and answers that came out of this. Um uh, you know, we talked, you know, we kind of got off talking about, you know, who's on the top of this tribe, who's on the bottom of this tribe. And like half of the people on this tribe said they're on the bottom. You did. Jordan did. Uh, <laughs> um, Taylor did. Uh, Spenjamin did. Um, and it's like, okay, you can't all be on the bottom of the tribe. <laughs> That's not Was how it works. really on the top? <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> I think we kind of decided that almost everyone, like, had some kind of, like, we were all drawing for the short stick, and most of us got a short stick. <laughs> Just Taylor got the shortest of them. Yeah. Um, we talked about perception versus reality, and I thought it was really interesting when I asked if anyone felt like their perception lined up with the reality that was happening. Um, everyone said no, <laughs> which is kind of important when like <laughs> the whole premise of this this like conflict that's going on is you know two different people trying to assert their perceptions as reality right um and so uh the only person who says yes is obviously smm because he would um <laughs> true and oh, so I, I think it really just served to, to to sort of illuminate how fractured everybody was with each other, um, which is fine. Uh, certainly not a bad thing from a television rating standpoint. But um, I think what was most key is pulling out the moments where Taylor uh, let down his... Um, accusational side uh i think at one point he said that he really likes the two of you as friends you and bird and then said a few minutes after that that like i know i got heated or we got heated uh and we're playing a game but i really enjoy you both um there's a group hug everybody's happy and i think like you've said and i think i like taylor has said as well like everything's fine now <laughs> right like yeah it worked out in the end, but it was it was a uh, it was touch and go. <laughs> it was trying and it was difficult for a while, for sure. Yeah, I think it was definitely a learning experience. <laughs> yes, but one that I am glad is over. <laughs> I, I honestly, I do wish that I would have gotten to play with Taylor and that not happened. Um, like obviously I, I probably will not be playing any more orgs but I would love to have the chance to play with him like without 
all of that just because I think he was a really fun person. He was crazy in the game. I think that that I think it would have been very exciting. Um, but yeah, I, I do regret that it happened. It was a learning experience um, and definitely the biggest bump in my game. Yes, I would probably agree. <laughs> um, all right. So... As we make our way toward my next bump. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, I collect the votes and now reading the votes, we go vote one Taylor, vote two Darcy, vote three Taylor, vote four Darcy. Vote As five, I sat there and shot myself. <laughs> <laughs> vote five Taylor, vote six Taylor, <laughs> then vote seven Darcy. Four votes Taylor, three votes Darcy, one vote left. Um, yeah, like what was the, <laughs> how each Darcy vote that comes out, like how did you, I don't know. I feel like that's got to be one of the worst feelings. Definitely. Um, I think as like tribal was happening and as the votes were being read, I know I had talked to SMM about his org and I was completely prepared to immediately message him and be like, please let me play your next like season because like I need redemption. Like I was just like, I was, I was like, I, I was basically telling myself goodbye as, as like tribal was happening. I was like trying to figure out, I was like, I wonder, like, I just wanted like some kind of redemption. Um, so I was totally ready to like, I guess go play yes dorks. I didn't even know the name of yes dorks at that point. Um, and just like figure myself out again, get a second chance, mm-hmm. you know? Well, fortunately in this case, uh the last vote comes out for taylor and he is the sixth person voted out of nexus park you live to fight another day with other people that aren't taylor anymore (laughs) god i was so problematic (laughs) so um you know uh, I'm sure that the fallout of this vote was about the same level of intensity as the Shamrock vote. Pretty straightforward, easy to deal with, right? The Taylor one or the next one following the Taylor the, one? No, the Taylor vote. The Taylor vote. Yeah, t- obviously. <laughs> uh, no, really. What What was it like picking up the pieces of the aftermath of this? I think weirdly I was almost like more relaxed. I was like, Oh, I survived. Like that's all I had to do. And then I like, like the next day I was like, okay, I need to, I guess I need to play again. Um, but it was just like, I was relaxed in game sense, but like on like a personal level and like emotional level, really stressed out. Um, just, I don't know, kind of, I think that was the first time I was just tired of the game um, which obviously happens in every org you, or most orgs you play probably. Um, just you have like a different times where it's like exhausting and it just doesn't feel fun just for a second. Um, and so I feel like it was just one of those times where I just took a second to like get back. Obviously Jordan came to me and was like, like told me that she voted for me and I was like, that's fine. And then I think, I think May lied about it. I think I don't really remember. I wasn't that concerned. I was I was gonna try and get her out. Um <laughs> but um I was like like head over heels for Steph and Spinjamin. Um <laughs> I I kind of expected Maddie to vote with me, um, but I also expected Jordan to a little bit. Um but I don't know. I was just I was very happy with Steph and Spinjamin both. 
think that definitely brought me some confidence with them. Um, and even with Bird, um, kind of securing that. Um, but also, like, I feel like through the entire thing, Bird was just, like, also, like, a really good friend. Just because, like, everything was so game-based. And I feel like that, like, even through, like, a lot of the game, Bird was one of those DMs that just, like, wasn't all, didn't always have to be about game. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated that. So I think even after um, the vote with that, I think um, Bird was always, like, very relaxing force. Uh, um, and then I had to figure out what was going to happen next because I wasn't super worried about, like, if we did go to tribal again like if it would be me just because like obviously taylor was the main one pushing for me and he's gone now but it definitely like kind of brought me into like if i wasn't scared before then i was gonna be after you know yeah no i i think it's always i having these having somebody like a bird in this situation where you're able to talk to them without it being having to be a game conversation is so i feel like that must be so so nice and such a relief um which you know helped by the fact that you didn't go to the first two tribal councils you didn't have to start talking about strategy until day you know six or seven um you had four or five days to like really just bond with people um and by that point you have a basis of a a genuine social connection with somebody that it makes it easier to can make it easier to um i guess recover (laughs) from things that aren't great that happen uh both personally and within the game itself um which is always helpful uh i think um somebody who doesn't have anything like that and is kind of like forced to rely on their confessional uh, slash production for that sort of reassurance and that like I guess like I don't know support Um, especially in Alliance that is a really tough ask uh, because there's no one else in your confessional except production for us um, which is generally fairly different than most other places Um, you can't talk to the viewers you can't get their reactions they can't all send you a bunch of hearts like we can do that but there's only four or five of us at a time so uh our ability our abilities and and capacities are limited in that respect so having someone who is apparently online 24 7 um (laughs) has no job apparently um (laughs) like bird uh, is is kind of a benefit in that respect yeah no definitely it helped a lot throughout honestly the entire game even like even like right before i was brutally voted out i (laughs) appreciate bird and i still appreciate bird so much for like everything so like it definitely helped throughout the game every single round (laughs) (laughs) okay all right final pre-merge immunity challenge the swinging ship um so this was a counting challenge uh so you got to experience counting in the roller coaster challenge previously uh this one a little more narrowed focus narrow and focused um the way this one worked was we would have a two pairs and a solo person 
for to create three matchups between both tribes and you'd be counting in the same channels and you'd be counting against each other so uh, we'd set a timer you'd count to a certain point and whoever counted faster and higher without making more mistakes you got that many points and then the other person got however many points they got and if you got more points than them you did you were that much stronger at like swinging the ship and you had to get a total of like 360 points of force is how we framed it um to beat them so uh, what ends up happening is Steph goes against Waxler in the solo matches, and uh, Waxler ends up winning. Um, it was you were trying to get to 360, and so Waxler wins 375 to 189. And so, uh, yeah, this is a very like swingy challenge. <laughs> pun intended not in, not intended <laughs> but not intended but pun certainly like approved um <laughs> in hindsight uh where like because you're, you're especially once we get to the 2v2 version um you make one mistake which is gonna which is what happens to steph uh to steph in her matchup with waxler um and so like by the time by towards the end of this you're counting by threes uh for three minutes so there's a lot of time for somebody to make a mistake there's a lot of time to make a huge gap on somebody else and so if you're and, and so like waxler in the last round that they did gets to 255 no errors steph is counting and her last number is 91 which if we know the rule that like all the digits summed up can be divided by three if it's a number divisible by three. Nine plus one is ten, and ten is not divisible by three. <laughs> so Steph did not legally count to any number in her last round, which gave Waxler a 255 to zero win for that round. Um, not great, uh, and ultimately he wins. So yeah, this is a challenge that can like get out of hand super quick. You are in the second matchup paired up with your best friend, Spenjamin. And you are facing down Bramble Cat and Choco Beans. So literally, uh, two teenagers versus <laughs> versus like children, children versus like children. two people who like are Have old enough children. to like be your parents. Um, yeah. Both, yeah, both of them had children. Uh, I don't know. I I think like on paper you would expect you and Benjamin to like do really well at this. Um, just by virtue of being people who like grew up in computers, but like, obviously that's not the case. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you and Spenjamin are working together. Tell me about that experience, I guess. Um, I actually am glad that I worked with him because I think it helped like build a connection with him. And I do think he was one of the ones that was harder to have a connection with. Um, so I think in orgs, when there is somebody who, is like gonna stick around for a bit but has a hard time forming connections with people but isn't super sneaky that specific combination which all seems to be spinjamin i think it's really good to have them on your side um and so i think that helped especially because i remember him coming and being like hey we should practice and i was like yeah like cool of course that was (laughs) it was so hard we started practicing i was like this is horrible i was like oh my goodness um which yeah. basically is like my reaction to every challenge um i'm just <laughs> not 
we if anyone has spectated me at any org it's like it's like a joke every single season that i'm that bad at challenges so of course that happens again um and so we start practicing and we actually like figured it out eventually um and like we're doing terrible but it i just i don't do well under pressure i don't think that i messed it up most of the time we messed up a few times but i don't think it was me a lot you can call me out if i'm wrong but i might cry it's fine actually but i think that um i think he messed it up some which honestly i really don't care um i i do hate that it was like tied to me a little bit but i do remember at like the end of one of them um there was confusion i either listened to this when i listened to like um tba or i like read it in the lounge but um i remember um he started trying to mess them up so that they weren't so far ahead of us which was not like a stupid thing to do but i didn't realize what he was doing because i was i just had no i was so confused i was like what i was like what are you doing bro um and but people thought that i was like just trying to be that like like have like super strong sportsmanship that was not it um i was just very confused um and did not have any idea what he was doing and i kind of had wished that we had just kept going in case they just messed up and then we would have had something to work with because if they messed up it would still have relied on us being able to start back from there yeah so i don't know it was a little bit of a frustrating challenge but honestly i i think that like i don't think i had talked to bird about throwing it but i think like after we had like messed up i think bird had told me that they like thought about throwing it or something like that i might be totally wrong um okay but i i really i i still want to make on really badly <laughs> um or i'm really sorry if Nate listens to this um and i've absolutely nothing against her um but i i did really want her gone and so i wasn't even mad that we lost it was kind of frustrating on like a damn like i w- i think we could have had this but i really didn't care that much to be honest well and so you say that and i hadn't remembered sort of like uh the trajectory of the challenge i guess so round five the first round that's counting by twos um for you uh you basically throughout the whole challenge you and you and spenjamin were just faster than choco and bramble um even in this round you know you're at 80 and they're at 50 uh you get to 100 when they're at 70 um just really well far ahead of them uh and then like uh let's see bramble makes a mistake they have to restart um bramble makes another mistake they have to restart uh duh, 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 duh. 20 24 26 28 30 32 bramble makes another mistake right before the buzzer and so you end up winning round five, 172 to zero. And you're winning yeah. 267 to zero. So like by all, in all, you know, there's no reason for you to lose. You would right? think, right? You would think because so like the rest <laughs> of the rounds are going to be counting by threes. And um, the next round is absolutely amazing because you and Spenjamin get up to 200, over 200. You're like 50, 40 points ahead of them um, at one point. 
and then like they slowly start to catch you they narrow the gap you're hit and then you made a mistake um you did (laughs) spenjamin did 312 and you did 2015 (laughs) um and i don't even know how that happened and literally the the same message right around yours bramble cat makes a mistake so both sides have to start recounting from like three with like 20 like 10 seconds left in the round so you end up getting like really bad scores both sides um so like disaster averted really um and then the same thing i got 2015 from that (laughs) and then the same next next round and this is the one spenjamin makes a mistake um instead of 246 he puts 244 and you and the other side was also in like the 200 so you weren't you were only barely ahead of them and like he's trying to mess them up and you're trying to count start over from three um and they don't mess up and so they win this round 318 to zero yeah Um, i just i don't know i thought like i think at least in my mind I would have just kept going and like tried to catch them. And obviously I don't really remember this well, but if we had been doing it faster for the most part, then like if we were already ahead by like how, if, if the second round was like kind of close and the first one we were ahead by a lot, then I feel like our odds were probably a little bit better just (laughs) trying to go. Um, But I, (laughs) I would have pressed it. Um, I do wish that I like had understood what he was doing before I did because it took me a while to figure out like what on earth was happening. And I feel like he thought that I was like, or I was, I was worried that he would think that like I was pissed on how he handled it. And I didn't want that to be like a problem, especially when I had like just gotten this man to like not vote me out. Um, So that, I think that probably would have stressed me out, but yes. Yeah. Um, the very next round after that uh both sides no mistakes whatsoever uh and you end up winning by 18 points closing the gap a little bit and then the final round ends up being round nine um where they count up to 303 without any errors and uh, again let's see who did the first mistake i think it's you 171 mm, 170 all right is this the right one i don't know um <laughs> uh at 512 up here or something yeah you one i don't know it the thingy does not look correct i don't know what happened one of you made a mistake and you had to restart and then of course um you ended up with i think spenchman doing the strategy of trying to mess them up and uh it not working so unfortunately yeah mirth takes it we don't even have to do the third matchup which i believe was going to be nay and bird versus uh i don't know who the other two people were um i guess they would have to be what uh, smm and the fifth person that i'm forgetting from the other tribe uh sorry that fifth person 
Uh, wow, I can't remember their name. Who was it? It was Court. I'm sorry. It was Court. <laughs> we haven't really talked about it's Court not yet. Court. So, uh, yeah. I know. Once we get to where we won't stop, so it's okay. <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, all right, so they win the first two matches. We don't need the third match. Mirth wins immunity. You end up going to Tribal Council again. And now you get to vote out Nay, because you want to vote out Nay. Yes? Yes, so, I'm sure. <laughs> so, so what is it that... I don't know. You've mentioned a couple of times now that you really wanted May out, but was what was like the reasoning behind that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> honestly, I well, obviously after the Taylor vote, I'm pretty sure she came and lied to me. I might be wrong. She might have told me, but I think she lied to me. Um, and I was like, not like get out. I was like, leave. Um, but after that, it was definitely like that helped fuel me. Um, but before then, I just felt like I was trying really hard um, to talk to her without really getting much uh, like back. And I think that I was just like frustrated with it. And I feel like Lord Shamrock obviously like similar, but like, I feel like he responded less. And then May, she responded more, but I just felt like, like I wasn't getting anything from it. And I was just like, Part part of it was obviously a game like side of it that was like oh this person's definitely more dry than other people, I would prefer them to leave, um, but also like combined with the fact that I did not trust her all in merge especially after the Taylor round, um, I think like she would have flipped like in a heartbeat because like she ha- she had no ties to um, our tribe anymore. Um, if she likes Lord Shamrock and Taylor that sucks because they were not there anymore. Um, and the rest of us had voted against her in both the tribals. Uh, so it only really made sense to vote her out. But I also just, like I said, I feel like I was getting um, the least far with her when it came to our social conversations. I think Spinjamin was on the quieter side, but I at least felt like we were like forming some sort of a connection. And like working towards something um well with nay i just i just feel like we just kept getting pushed back like even if we had a good conversation then she voted me and then i was like oh that's that's not very fun so i don't know i feel like at that point there was not a ton to convince me to vote anyone else but i don't know okay um uh so in the interim uh leading up to this uh, this is when smm creates his Neuralink dm channel with you uh, sometime in in sometime during the challenge slash prior to this tribal council uh how was that just kind of showing up out of the blue um i actually remember where i was when this happened because i opened it in the sonic parking lot and I was like, what? I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, this is, what? I was so confused. Um, and then I opened it, and he basically said something and was like, and like had like spammed me. He like sent the like side eye, like, like GIF or whatever, and then spammed me horribly and was like, if you don't respond in 10 minutes, I'm asking Ryan to deactivate it and give me it for someone else. And I was like, oh my God. I was like panicking. I was like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I was like, I'm here. I'm with, I was like out with friends. Um, 
and so i remember like my friend like driving me to my car and i was like don't deactivate it like i like i didn't even think about the fact that like i don't think you would just deactivate it <laughs> but i was like and like it would have made no sense for him to do that but i just like you know before you learn smm you don't understand um and so i was still working on that and so i was like please don't like don't i have to drive home like i think i was driving my brother home i was like i can't kill my brother trying to respond to this um and I, but it was like pure panic but like also like pure adrenaline like it was i was really excited it was definitely um a little boost that i needed after the last tribal um it was really exciting i feel like especially uh the first like day or two when we had um our link uh, uh i think we had like a lot of conversation i might be wrong but i think we talked a lot the first like day or so um because like i remember in the beginning of the merge and stuff like right before we voted him out it like i think his like season of his org had started wasn't around quite as much but for that first little bit he was around a lot and it just like gave me a lot of faith in like how the game would go yes he uh he, he opened it up and said, if you don't respond in the next 10 minutes, I'm leaving. And then after you had responded, he said, I asked Ryan to close the link. It's only a matter of time. You said, are you serious? And he said, it's been nice knowing you. You're being voted out. I'll remember you in this yeah. game and we'll try to win for you. No worries. Oh, yeah. Boy. That was just the start, man. Um, but yeah, no, you, the two, you talked a lot that day, um, kind of, you know, like right a couple, a day or two before the merge happened. So getting a bit of a jump start on that, um, setting things up for what was going to, hopefully good things to come. Um, <laughs> also thing that happened before we get to this tribal is, uh, bird found the, uh, spy glasses, um, or goggles, rather. The most uh, useful advantage. Yes, the most. Uh, did they tell you about it, like, immediately? If you I remember? I think so. Or, honestly, I I think I'd be lying if I said it definitely. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yes, yeah, super useful. Uh, you could use them to spy on a DM channel or even sub-channel that you didn't have access to for an hour of time, and then we would send you a transcript of what happened during that hour. Um, I think I remember hearing about it, but I don't remember hearing the results okay. of it until like maybe even like after the game. <laughs> I don't know when it was used, though, to be honest. Fair enough. Um, trying to see where I would have... <laughs> I think I used it as a link. Um, or I posted it as a link. Because Waxler had um, had found the, the, the other version of them, uh, the goggles on Mirth already. Uh, do, do, do. We'll find it eventually. And I don't remember what he even used his for ah here we go so jeffrey posted it yeah it was a uh, it was a nice little google sheet it happened on the 29th which you were probably voted out by then so yes okay then i might have known about them already then i think 
yeah no i think i knew about them at least at some point i don't know if it was right away just because i'm sure that they didn't like bring it up like oh i found this like a week ago but i thought i would tell you about it now so like i probably knew about it at some point i just like you said i think i was either voted out right before then or like right after that like in that general area um because you're so yeah so that was the Yeah, that was really close to the end of the game. It looks like you were voted out on the 26th, so that happened on the 29th. So yeah, three days three days after you. Um, yeah. Not bad. Uh, so anyway, a um, couple of developments happening as we get toward the end of this merge. Was there any resistance to getting Nay out that you remember? Not that I remember, just because I feel like me and Bird, for most of the game, were on the same page of like, Nay is not going to do us any favors in on the tribe or during the merge. Um, I think Bird was like the main person I was like able to like communicate that freely with. Um, and then I feel like Jordan and Maddie were close enough with Bird that I don't feel like that should have been a problem. And then I think if Nay was going to flip it on you, anyone, it would be Spinjamin. So I don't feel like Spinjamin would be a very big fan of that. And then that leaves Steph and. I don't think Steph would have many problems with many things. So true. Steph is very chill. So unproblematic. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean that's pretty much what happens. Uh, Unanimous vote on Nay. Nay votes for Spenjamin, and she goes out in twelfth place, um, destined to win funniest player of the season, and <laughs> also come back with Taylor to play in Nexus or uh, in Academy. It all works out in the end. Were they the only two from our season? Brendan. Brendan played as well. Brendan. How did they do? I don't think I ever checked their placements. Uh, not the best. Damn. Uh, Brendan, <laughs> Brendan finished 20th. He was second boot. Brendan. Nay was again the first, the last vote before the merge. Um, and then Taylor went out with uh, at the final 12 when two idols were played. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Oh. We you know, tried. You did. You did fine. Better than some seasons, at least. So. Fair. Fair. Um. All right. So, we have reached the merge. We did it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. If you like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information by visiting AllianceSeasons.com. Our 12th season, Hidden City, has started and is just about to be down to the final 11 as of May 19th. Come join us in the Viewer's Lounge or apply for a future season. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same tonight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be the same Nothing's really left or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever, only out of place. So long, farewell, oh, what I'll be to say. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So long.